Welcome to episode number Friday the 13th in the Bar Dizzle series. As usual we'll talk spirits, sports, music and brews and mix in random thoughts. But tonight, our two Jack O'Lanterns Dave and Scott will not just be imbibing in spirits but might be watching them fly around on this Hallows Eve, Eve 2021. If that's not scary enough, the boys will mix in Halloween remembrances and hijinks from their youth. In the end, you Bar Dizzle Faithful will be able to tell if show 13 was a trick or a treat. Happy Halloween, pumpkins. <laughs> right back at you, Tessa. And unlike Cleveland Browns quarterback Faker Mayfield, <laughs> who throws chips and nacho sauce into trick-or-treaters' bags in his neighborhood, Jesus. Uh, Scott's going to dish out only the best chocolates from uh, Hershey, PA, come Sunday night. Right, Scott? Absolutely, Dave. And uh, I might have a candy arm, but at least I'll be tossing the real goods to my neighborhood kids' bags. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, well, as Tessa mentioned in her typically English manner, uh, happy Halloween minus two to everyone out there. We hope all of you are fully decorated and candied up for the big show Sunday night. Uh, Scott, why don't you open up a sugar shack and roll out the contents of uh, show 13. <laughs> the sugar shack. I guess that's better than the love shack. Get that uh, intro music going. Uh, as uh, usual, we're, we're going to hit off running with the famous 13s. Um, got some good ones in there, uh, despite it being uh, the lucky number 13. Um, Quick uh, Major League Baseball update. Uh, we got some big Steelers news after the bye week. We're playing the brownies. As yeah, you the clean brownies. With the, uh, the Faker Mayfield uh, Pitt Penn State update. Um, not a whole lot to update other than uh, the movement in the standing since we were kind of real-time sure. up, update last week. Right. And then uh, I think we got some significant Penn's progress slash news. Uh, I'm thinking Crosby's going to be back tomorrow night. Yeah, that, yeah. first first uh, first division game, so I'm, I'm anticipating that. Yep. Second day full contact you know, yep. karate for right. his part. So Right. Uh, I know you've got a random thought. We'll hit that. And then uh, the uh, ever-famous what we're sipping tonight, we've got a couple more local brews. And um, instead of famous people birthdays, uh, Dave and his uh, genius were hard at work today. We're <laughs> going to talk about Halloween remembrance, remembrances, trick or treat, follies, Devil's Night, etc. Uh, kind right. of an open, right? Open, Wasn't open a lot of on the birthday bag. front, so yeah. it seemed like a good good way to pop in the, ho- the uh, holiday yep. crap. Cool. So. so with that, we'll head off to a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, buddy. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld. An eerie sight, for my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard. All right, Dave, coming back from the break, and uh, famous number Lucky 13, uh, as usual. We'll start off uh, in baseball land, and uh, A Rod. A Roid? Well, I I can't help but say that. Right. Obviously, he had this scenario with uh, a lot of other players. They got caught with his hand in the in the pill, uh, or you know, the juice the juice cupboard. Uh, (laughs) But no, I mean, obviously, the guy was just a superstar. I mean, uh, the the big start that he had with Seattle, right? right? I mean, just. You just see that he was, you know, he's from Miami originally, I believe. We grew up there. But, yeah. you know, he just took the, the, the baseball world by storm with Absolutely. his power and hit for power, hit for average defense. He was just a – we talk about five tall people. He was kind of one of those guys. Maybe not blinding speed or whatever, right. but, but but just all the other offensive and defensive categories. Boy, he 
Yeah, he really had it uh, going on. I mean, two ninety five career batting average. I mean, six hundred and ninety six dongs. Yeah, I, I can't I, believe that. I looked at that number, Dave, and I, 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 wow. I, had, I had to double take. I, That's I thought, almost into the seven hundreds. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it might have been five ninety six. I, yeah. I would have said, yeah, that I believe, but. Yeah, and and you know he also had that major contract, right? He signed that oh, big yeah. ten year contract. The one where he's getting like wow, well, it's like a, a two hundred some million, quarter million, quarter million. million. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, and then he winds up with the Crankies. Well, the, <laughs> that's where he got his own uh, uh, only World Series, right? Nine, yeah. nine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the the list goes on. We're not going to gloss over every single thing, but the company else something stands out. Fourteen All Star appearances. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the top ten Silver Slugger awards, which is you know it's a that's a big you know category too. That's that's I mean, you're double digits in both of those. That's pretty amazing. But again, he's one of those guys, Scott, which you can comment here. But you know because of those people in that time and the whole Royd scenario, gonna have a yeah. tough time like crawling into you know into the hall. Or he's gonna go begging. He's gonna go begging into there some at some point. Either I would you know the Veterans Committee will get him in at some point, like all these other guys. But he's not gonna. A lot of these guys now are just not gonna want to push the button. They don't want to. They don't want to do it. Yeah, you know, they they categorize them in that asterisk yeah. category, and they just. They're going to be in there for a little while. They even have a little bit of a category of it in the, in the Hall of Fame. They're, yeah, they're going to have a special yeah. wing, I think. Yeah, I mean, they already kind um, of the, do. The asterisk wing. Uh, I, you yeah. know, and I agree with everything you said. Um, you know, the interesting thing, though, is is uh, looking at the stats here and the, the in, in the Silver Slugger, all that stuff, that's great. But, you know, he did win a batting title in, in 96. Sure, yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I always put a lot of um, weight weight to that right i mean sure. um yeah hitting home runs and especially nowadays i mean you know launch angle bat speed and right and, you know exit velocity all that bullshit right um but you know still the hardest thing in the world is is hitting you know 95 to 99 mile an hour fastball. yeah yeah hitting it square and then round and ball then, and round then, bat in square and then one that breaks right <laughs> in geometric uh, so yeah i mean weirdness i i i agree i, I think he's gonna have a hard time getting in if if you know his head mate not have inflated like uh no barry bonds but um you know the shame of that is and we've talked about it before you know i, I think he was a hall of famer before he got on steroids yeah B- bonds that is yeah possibly so but um, you know how things go with that it's but the rounding rounding yeah. second and uh stopping it shortstop yeah good one uh davy concepcion yeah wow i mean another one of those unbelievable players in the 70s big red machine uh, era, you know, seventy to 80, 80, he was active. But I mean, well, the thing about those big, those Reds teams, Scott, is there wasn't anybody like these guys. Like the shortstops hit, like the center fielder hit. I mean, these guys are all. I mean, you know, in some of those teams, if you're compared to like a team that was around the same time, the Orioles, right? And Brooks Robinson, serviceable hitter, pretty good. But they had like Mark Belanger, short, who just couldn't hit. He couldn't hit me if I walked across right. the plate, right? You know, and so there's always a couple guys, catchers, a lot of times. I mean, Andy Etcheberron or whoever I think remembered, kind of a lighter hitting catcher with a right. little occasional. But all up and down this lineup, these guys were like sluggers. I mean, yeah. and it just even some a couple of their pitchers could hit. So it was, it was, uh, it was you know, he was he was real uh, artistry at, at short. He was one of those I think first guys that you really saw the flair, kind of like you know wasn't just like your typical. Uh, you know, classic defensive shortstop. He was all over the place. He had some speed. He could run down balls. You'd see him, you know, doing the backhand glove. Well, that's deals, where I was going to go with double you. Play. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but uh, yeah. you know, t- typically your your middle infield, your your middle of the diamond, yeah. right? Your second baseman, shortstop, center fielder. We're all kind of you know slap hitters, if you will. It, it right, maybe right. hit for average, but the, right. you know, this guy had a 
Now, it doesn't seem like a lot, but when you go back to that era, 100 home runs for a shortstop. Yeah, right. And you, know, you have him and Morgan both yeah. up the middle. I mean, right. both of these guys can knock the yeah. ball out of the ballpark if they had to. Or or at least at the right they times. had gap power. At yeah. least they could, you yeah. know, they could drive the ball into the, the corners and the gaps. As you say, a lot of times back then, those those guys were just, you know, your corner infielders and outfielders, Scott, are the ones power. you're expecting yeah. the power and, yeah. the, and the and the – and the doubles, the extra base hits, and and so forth. But yeah, those guys, those guys. No wonder they won so much because they just oh. top to bottom. It was hard to pitch around somebody. Like you know, you walk this guy to get to him. Oh yeah, really? Well, Concepcion can hurt you at number eight, you know, in the lineup or whatever. You know, so yeah, it's it's hard to believe they, they only won two World Series. Jeez. Well, I mean, they what they won they won the one uh, when everybody beat us in ninety. Yeah, but I'm so talking about the big yeah, red but, machine. But, yeah, yeah, right. Right, they were in a bunch of them, but uh, that's that's my recollection. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just looking in here, 70, 75, 76. Uh, yeah, yep, because the, a- time, the yep. A's had three. Yeah, Buckos bookended. Right, the Dodgers did two. I think right? nice way. Yeah, seventy one, yeah. seventy nine. Um, yeah, so leaving leaving the uh, diamond and heading back over to the gridiron. Um, local uh, local native Dan Dante Marino. Uh, never heard of him. Oh no, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> He of your uh, being uh, Pit Panther, how to pit, and uh, and, you know all these stats, and I'm looking at all these things, uh, which was you know amazing. All the, I mean, you you people can all look at him. I mean, Rookie of the Year in '83, and Offensive Player of the Year in '84. I mean, right after the Rookie Year, I mean, and the passing yards, and just all the all the offensive craziness that he had. But the one Super Bowl appearance and didn't win and never got back. Never got. I mean, I guarantee you, uh, being. Just I don't know him, but just knowing of him and being yeah. around him a little bit. Well, I played some a little bit of high school baseball, and I was seeing him in different uh, tournaments and different things. Uh, when he was at Central Catholic, um, you know, I guarantee you all these little all these little bullet points that you have here, he'd give about every single one of them back to have a, a World Series. I mean, excuse, for sure, for, uh, maybe well, a World Series too. ring too. But uh, but uh, to have a Super Bowl ring, without a doubt, he would have traded. Tra- and just unfortunate, they didn't have a running back. And they didn't have a, much of a defense. And so they're, they're, he's winning games 41-38. I mean, the, the over was the way to go when you had the Dolphins back and when he was playing. Especially, I mean, when, especially when they played the Jets. Yeah. K- K- right. Kenny O'Brien and him, yeah. those were some uh, <laughs> I remember a couple <laughs> of those games where they were like 45-41. And that's in like the second quarter. Yeah, whoever, <laughs> whoever had the ball last was going to win. Yeah, so I mean, but obviously he's, I mean, the only thing that sticks to my craw a little bit, and I know you probably know where I'm going with this, is that, you know, the Roonies, they... They wanted him. They knew that they needed a replacement for Bradshaw. They it was that it was the time. It was a perfect time. You know, eighty two Bradshaw was doing his thing with the with and the well, minor bird and the minor bird on his arm, trying to heal his elbow. And you know, he was basically on the way out. But you know, this is one of those things where maybe the worst possible scenario for the Steelers was being so close to the situation yeah. that, that the rumors had it and and the intel that the Roonies were getting about his cocaine use or allegedly, allegedly. Down, down at the Dirty O, the yeah. original hot dog shop in the parking lot with <clears throat> so these things just grow antlers yeah. and you and you and I think that I think that you know the perception of that became uh, too much for the Roonies to I guess they maybe did they just got too much information a lot of it was maybe hearsay well I think a lot but, of it you know, but, too though right? they, you know they the three years prior they spent a number one pick on Mark Malone well they did but I mean you know that was obviously looking like true but I think even with, with those couple seasons I, I think you could see this guy though it, it's like you would say when we had Neil O'Donnell or we had uh, like Slash when Ben Roethlisberger comes around the game changes 
you know, if you, if you have well, so you, and that was you the, might have Mark Malone, but th- this is the whole different that level. That was the exact opposite, you know? right? Because right. they had Tommy Gunn, and, and it looked like, mm-hmm. you know, he was slinging the ball all over the field, but I don't know that they would have ever got anywhere with him. No, but, but I, I guess, go let, ahead. let me finish okay, my shot. Sure. The, Please do. You know, the, the coaching staff was, was absolutely, you know, Cower was going to pass on Roethlisberger. Art Rooney, the seconds, the guy that came in and okay. said, no, you're taking a franchise I did, I did quarterback. Hear, I did hear something like that. So, right. And I think we, the, the words you just mentioned right there, franchise quarterback. Right. I don't, I don't think anybody, even if you pressed the Rooney's up against the wall and said, do you think Mark Malone's a franchise no. quarterback? So, well, I guess my point is when he came along, it was like the game is changing. I mean, this is, this is, what we, this is the guy we, we know. Well, he fell into their lap and they, they kind of just – And know. they chucked him to the weeds, right. And, and I, I think – Obviously, with that defense that we had, the running game that we already had—I mean, the, just those times in the like the late '80s and the early '90s. Like, how many how many Super Bowl championships could we have won back well, then? Well, they they won. And there wasn't the cap. There was cap wasn't a big thing then, right? So, but they they went to uh, uh, they went to L.A. and they beat L.A. and then Marino beat the Steelers, right, to go to that Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we we yeah, we lost to the Dolphins in, yeah. in, the, in the AFC Championship game. So that right. that could have been, it could have been the other way around. <laughs> been, That's a good point. That's a good history, point. Right? Instead, we had uh, you know, the mighty Neil O'Donnell, or I don't know if that was him then, or if that was still Malone. I, I no, no, no. That, that, that was Malone. He came in and re- relieved. Yeah, that's the, right. Uh, there's no doubt. We don't want Cliff out. <laughs> <laughs> Clipboard Cliff. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, anyway, I I think it's still all Steeler fans that have been around long enough to know about this whole scenario. You ones that are younger, you're, you're lucky you didn't. But I mean, that just was it just sticks in a lot yeah. of our craws because it's just a whole nother level. And he could have been playing forever, and he would at least won a couple. I mean, with that defense and running game that we had, couple. or Bindo couple, because just you look at the you know Lloyd and Green, just just look at everybody that it came along after, and yeah, and even before that, um, it, we were we were the Steelers that is just always had such a formidable defensive front and linebackers and running game that well, you give this guy any type of play action potential and running game, God, he just carve you up like a Christmas ham. Yeah, I think know? they took so, uh, instead of him, they took uh, Gabe Rivera, right? Yeah, that was the that was the Gabe Rivera thing, and they and it looked Senior Sack. He was named from Texas that, Texas that, Tech, that, right? Yeah, that I mean, and he, the guy was a badass. He was legit. He was, and he, when the people when they were just getting over the Marino thing, yeah. they saw him play in his couple preseason games. He was yeah. just destroying people. Now it's preseason, yeah. but they, he was unblockable, you know, but. You know, he gets in a car accident, you know, in his little Datsun 280Z or yeah. whatever. And, you know, he's a huge Th- dude. Threw him out of the car. Threw him through the car and, you know, yeah. paralyzed. And it survived for a while, passed away not real, real, real long ago. Right. But, but, yeah, the whole thing with him, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll get off that because I'm going to end up having to check myself into a type of <laughs> asylum. So let's, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, moving to the next number 13 quarterback, um, really kind of out of the – the Dan Marino mold. I mean, he was, you know, the orchestrator of the greatest show on turf. Yeah. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Yeah. Uh, you know, bagging groceries. What a story. And stuff right. before that, right? And then, yeah. and then the, what was the, what was the, um, the, indoor football league team it was like the something barnstormers the yeah, iowa I, barnstormers I, I, yeah i was gonna he say he's playing in there and of course he's putting up video game numbers in right. there but you know it's the that's the it's the yeah indoor football league, right arena football league so but but really yeah rags to richard you talk about somebody that literally he he won one and super bowl and if not for a late you know rally and comeback by mr roethlisberger 
he wins two with two different teams. Right. You know, which is which is which is a big deal. Is is he in the hall yet? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Like he didn't hold. But I mean the numbers if you look, you know, at some of these things were the greatest show on turf as you as you mentioned with all those different those incredible wide receivers they had and who was the running back? The, the I mean the Falk. Marshall Falk, yeah. Um and as Akeem, I still love to say that name. Azir Akeem and then all the other ones that they had were just a little as, as great as Kurt Warner was and I think he was probably if not the best top three for sure during his playing during, days. during the time he was playing absolutely uh, it just it just dawned on me i was looking at his stats he had thirty two thousand passing yards marino had sixty one thousand passing yeah. yards. yeah his just, wife's kind of a whack job though well, with a military <laughs> haircut and the whole you know left right left and who wore the pants in that family uh, i mean she was kind of a little bit of a yeah. uh, she was a little bit of a trial to watch uh, yeah. she was in the crowd but she i think she had some <clears throat> other challenges <clears throat> maybe so but, but uh, yeah, no, Kurt. I mean, you know what? He's a good analyst. You know, fantastic, he's a very analyst. solid yeah. analyst. I mean, yeah. NFL Network, and he he really breaks down. It, it, what I like about him is there's not a lot of hyperbole behind his analysis. He kind of breaks down what's happening, but he puts it in terms that you know the average fan can understand. Yep. He doesn't he doesn't X and O everybody all over the place. I think he's just he was just a real good addition to uh, to that team there at the NFL Network. So, yeah, and just a real good guy, you know, kind of a you know, spiritual type of guy, has that in his life, and, you know, you could tell that, and just, right. you know, I'd almost, I almost want to see him do color. So And I, th- I think he does on a radio, on Westwood One Radio, I think he does some color yeah. for the radio stuff, for the Monday nights or Sunday nights or whatever. But, yeah, he's a good guy. Good. Yeah. So, right. leaving the gridiron and heading over to the uh, frozen pond, um, Hockey, the first one that uh, we have on the list here is uh, Pavel Datsuk. Yeah, well, you know, uh, <laughs> the Russian sensation. Uh, I'll, I'll say I'll say one thing. A lot of times I want to say, like, the first thing that comes to mind. And the first thing that comes to mind is if Mr. Datsuk uh, was playing in that 09 final series, which he was hurt yeah. and, and before that, so he really couldn't play. Right. That, that might have been a little t- a lot tougher out. It already went it already went to seven games. Right. But this but this guy was just such a playmaker and, you know, he not only was very good, but you know, those between him and um Datsuk and uh who was the other one, the other Russian on the on the team, both of them were drafted like in the middle rounds. They yeah. weren't even they weren't even early round picks, right? Um, so you know, Mister Datsuk it was, you know, he he was such a playmaker, scored penalty killer. I'm not how many shorthanded goals he had a ton, three times Selkie winner. Yes, yeah, so, right, Selkie winner for uh, you know the best defensive forward, right? Is that yeah, the, yeah, so that's exactly right. And so I mean, look, he had six, you know, he had nine hundred and something. Uh, points in 953 games played he, he he missed some games to injury yeah uh, he did uh, uh, but uh he to me he was the the straw that stirred to drink yeah right uh yeah. interestingly enough i put in uh, birthplace and it's yekaterinburg russia the hell you say that sounds like yinstown uh, yeah right <laughs> yekaterinburg but who, but who was that's killing me now who was it was it was datsuk and who who, who was, was the other fedorov yes no 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 no. this is way past uh fedorov that datsuk and uh you know both of them played on the same team but yeah. uh but they were but they were just uh incre- inc- incredible together i think scott's gonna effort that uh um, but that, I, I guess I was just thinking it was as, as, as great a comeback victory, uh, um, it, and you know, 
being able to have the superstar there get those couple goals in game seven and, and, and get us that title um I, he plays and I, I, yeah but you know if ifs and butts are candy and nuts you know there's right. we had guys out too and so um you know that it is what it is but it, look he's um I, that, I think he went over and still playing like overseas yeah. or something yeah right yeah, he so did. Yeah, tremendous player. We'll, we'll we'll drop in the the. It was always Datsuk and yeah, <laughs> and I don't I don't know why I'm getting a brain cramp on. Yeah, the, I keep thinking second maybe it, maybe it wasn't Fedorov. I thought I only thought it was Fedorov though. Yeah, no, 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 no. That that was way before. Uh, basically, but you know, basically, if you just put the the Detroit uh, Red Wings roster, you'll have it. And but um, uh, so um, you're gonna. Move on while we're yeah, while we're while, searching. While we're as efforting we're, for that uh, lo- local flavor number thirteen, Billy Garen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, what a pickup! What a pickup! And and that it was a, it's just a perfect uh, guy to have because being around the block and being on that uh, Devils championship team, right? And 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 just the defensive forward, penalty killer, face off guy. Somebody, I think, I think this was a very big thing for the 09 team like that is that was a guy that Sid really liked and liked to lean on. Like he knew he, he was a guy that could really, um, uh, you, you know, do a lot of different things. Right. But uh, he, he was a calming influence there. He, he, he knew how to keep it light, you know, and, and, uh, he was just a perfect addition down the stretch that they needed. Had some big goals, like in the. In the it was not like he he just was some fourth line slappy Scott. Right. No, yeah. You know, right. He could come in and 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 really do some damage. Uh, so, you know, I mean, it was. I, I, I remember a funny thing. I just throw in here. There was a, you know, in the when the when the cup is is over and they have that highlight video afterwards. Yeah. You know, they yeah. have those things. There was a between games of the they they, they got. They got smashed in that game, that game five. Yeah. Okay, like six to one or something. It was ridiculous. They got destroyed. And so when they went back to practice, you know, Garen's in there kind of trying to keep it light. And there's a there's some sound bites in here. I'm talking about what kind of gum are you chewing? Because somebody said like, you know, that like he had bad breath or something like right. that. But anyway, they're on the bench and they're doing they're doing these five on three drills. Right. So they're just they're just, they're just trying to keep it light, you know, because, you know, off they coming off that bad loss. They need to win the next two to win the cup. Right. Uh, they're on the bench, so it's Crosby, Malkin, and Garen. So, so they're doing this thing, and then just out of the blue, uh, <laughs> Garen goes over to uh, Malkin and says, "Hey, Gino, uh, how do you say five on three in Russian?" And Gino just looks at him and says, five on three." <laughs> in a Gino fashion, you know, he just five on three. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he 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 was a big part of that, uh, and you know, now an executive with the Wild, right? Now the GM of the. Minnesota Wild, right? He's yeah, with, he's. Um, I think he's got some. Um, there's some uh, safe sport investigation going on. So oh, is there? Yeah, I don't know what. Uh, there's some stuff going on up there. Not not related to Chicago. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm not really. You know, not really. Real time follow up. Uh, were you thinking of uh, Valtteri Fippola? Fippola? No, there was there was somebody else that was. Well, Zetterberg wasn't Russian. Yeah, well, that's right. Okay, that's what. That's, that's what my me. problem was. I was getting smalls. another Russian. Right, it's Zetterberg. <laughs> Sorry, Zetterberg. And Rick Zetterberg, sorry, that that was what's, what was keeping the block in my head was that it was, but those two, my point was I was trying to get to Sweden is they were not high picks. No, they were not like first, second round. They're like middle round picks. Right. You know, we don't have to look at that, but I but I know for a fact that they were not the the, the Red Wings in under 
you know, at that time, you know, their 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 GM, you know, the Del Vecchio, I think it was, or I don't know who it was. I think it was him. But he just had a he had a way of mining this talent like mid draft, especially overseas. I got a number for you. Yeah, two hundred and tenth overall. You're Is that kidding a me? Mm-mm. Oh my god, it was worse than I thought. Two hundred and tenth overall, right. Zetterberg. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, those guys were a pain in the ass. That's all I know. <laughs> right, right. All right, go ahead. Keep on, keep on, keeping on. Uh, um, and then uh, of uh, <laughs> re- recent uh, fame, uh, Johnny Hockey came in and uh, went oh, bar dizzle. Yeah, he did. We texted. We texted last night, didn't we? Where you were oh, uh, doing you, your thing? You killed me. Oh, that was a that was a classic. Though. Johnny Goudreau. That is. Oh folks, yeah, Johnny Goudreau. For those Johnny that keep score at home. Boy, is he fast and 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 snapalicious with that thing. Whew. I, wow. He was shot out of a cannon there. I, oh I thought those guys were skating backwards when, <laughs> when I saw that highlight. No doubt. I mean, with a team, Calgary is—they're uh, getting bigger. There's a there's a bunch of timber on that team too, but uh, they're they're kind of retooling themselves, almost like what the Penguins are here under Mister Hextall. Uh, so uh, yeah, well, I mean, he's obviously still active, and uh, he's well, he's a he he's a he's a typical late two thousands whatever NHL player, speed yeah. shot. You know, uh, the, the ability to come back 200 feet. Yeah. Just, just the kind of player that everybody wants. Gets like his right nose now. dirty. Right, exactly. So, so uh, actually, we've got some good hardcourt ones uh, tonight. Uh, the first one. Uh, Wilt the Still. Wilt the Still. Probably one of them, uh, probably the first famous number 13. Yeah, you know, I, I, when I saw your list, I, I didn't even. <laughs> I didn't even realize it. Maybe I couldn't look up that far to see his number. I, I, I couldn't remember. But no. He, or you, you were counting all the ladies that. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that he allegedly knocked down back in the day. Uh, I don't think it was a legend. I don't think it was allegedly. Well, yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, too, if you, 10, did, if you do the math, though, and it's like he literally would have to be with one like every 10 minutes or something. It's, it's a little bit weird. But anyway, I mean, look, two time NBA champion and. Um, you know, the you know, as a, a finals MVP in '72. I mean, 13 All Star games. I mean, All Star game is also, but 13 of them. I mean, seven time All NBA first team. I mean, just you can't obviously teach size, but 11 time rebounding champion. You expect him to be kind of a rebounding champion, but uh, oh, I don't see the one was, highlight that that's not listed in there. He was the first, and I think only guy still to score 100 points in a game. Right, right. Didn't somebody come close at Kobe Jordan. or something? Yeah, Kobe. Kobe, Kobe came did. close. Jordan with, uh, pushed it once. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really that's really insanity uh, because there's only like what there's 48 minutes in a game, right? 12, 24, yeah. 12 or no. Yeah, 12, 12, 12 minute quarters, right? Yeah. So I mean that's 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 crazy. So he was born in Johannesburg. No, that's Steve Nash. Steve Nash. We're, I, I moved ahead in the, in the in the on the hit parade here. Sorry, that's okay. We can we can we can since move we're, this. Since, since we're there already, you might as well. Since since, since and from we're going now on. from now from uh, Johannesburg, South Africa, <laughs> Steve Nash. Yeah. Um, you know this one's a little harder for me, I, but um, you know he was he was a great player. Um, Great distributor, uh, a lot of uh, you know all star appearances, uh, first team stuff. Um, five he's actually t- Canadian by by uh, nationality. Too, by, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's so. and he's only only forty seven. Is that it? Yeah, that makes me feel old. Yeah, well, he's. <laughs> I saw him. I saw him at the U.S. Open when the, you know those two kids were playing that Radicano. Yeah, yeah, and then the and then the girl, the lefty from 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 Canada. Whose name doesn't come to me right now because she's been over for a little while. The Radicano I have because I've been watching her lately because she's really uh, she's really doing amazing things. But uh, the other uh, 
girl that she played against. I say girl because one was 18, one was 19. To me, right. I'm 60, so everybody call everybody girl. <laughs> it's, um, you know, she, she, he was in her, he's in her camp. Like, he's really a big supporter of hers. He yeah. was, and she yeah. actually called him out like, right. during during every time she was winning those late ma- those, those late round matches. You know, he's in the crowd waving, and it just seems to be a, and he's just like a big, a big assist guy, wasn't he, too? Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't Nash a big assist five, guy? Five times assist leader. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. So, uh, as we said before, Scott and I really are not, you know, in the last several years, really been too high in the NBA, you know, maybe big time or the finals or just whatever. But now I, I just don't even watch it very much. But I was still watching a little bit when he was playing. But but he was he was pretty formidable. Yeah, yeah. So what, Before we go to break, why don't we yeah. just do a quick uh, Major League Baseball update? Uh, yeah, so we're into we were uh, the World Series tied game of peace, right? Yep. Going into the game three tonight is actually uh, kicking off, choppers, gonna be, uh, right? And, and we'll get the, to some uh, of that a little later. The Houston cheaters, right? The, the garbage can bangers. Uh, and it's you know what? I'm surprised a band hasn't spawned from that, like the bar, the garbage can bangers. Uh, um, but you know. Uh, I haven't really been interested. Maybe, no, maybe I really know, haven't been. When, when we start pushing it to elimination game, we, I might get interested. Right, and there, and there. One thing I wanted to just throw in, since we're MLB in it here, I think we just we glossed over enough of the series. It's it's early on, so maybe as things go, or somebody else bangs a garbage can, we'll have something <laughs> more to say. But I think something worth throwing out there, Scott, is the. Um, uh, Gold Glove Awards coming yeah. down here, and the Pirates have three people in you know, Kevin Newman and um, Jacob Stallings. Jake, Jacob Stallings, who I really want to talk about, also Brian the, Reynolds. Brian Reynolds who, and Jacob Stallings, and I, I kind of made a note of this, and of course didn't bring with it, but I, I think I can conjure it up. Like uh, no pass balls in like 892 uh, chances at the plate. The last time that knock on wood, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and, yeah. and the last time that happened. With that many chances, was your buddy Johnny Bench was oh. the last one to do it, and uh, so I, I think he I think he's kind of a lock because if you look at his now sometimes this is what happens now it's not maybe not recently I don't know but a lot of times these Gold Glove things can be a little sketchy because they say it's about the whole defense thing and you know we've had guys that won you know right. we had the guy that left the was the outfielder that left us and went to somewhere. Who we had for a brief time, he won one. But and and I think Freddie Sanchez. Well, Freddie Sanchez won a fighting title. title. Mm-hmm. But we've had a couple of them. Yeah. But sometimes, even though it's supposed to be defense, if somebody's sitting two twenty yeah, and whatever, about it. forget about somehow, it. Somehow, somehow they weasel the other guy in that's hitting yeah. two eighty and with twelve homers and right. you know whatever. So, but but I think look, his entire game, game winning hits, walk off hits. Uh, the way he manages the staff, especially this staff, this, this you know, if you want to call it one, it's more like a pencil. I don't even call it a staff, but um, you know, I think he's going to win it, and I think it's a, it's going to be a big deal. He, you talk about a guy just really constructing a career, Scott. You know what I mean? Like he, coming out, you're like, well, you know, this guy's just a stopgap till we actually get a real catcher. Right. He's turning into a legitimate major league catcher, one of the best in the National League. Right. There's no question. I mean, he's not Johnny Bench. No. But he's, you know, clutch hits, calls games, you know, will take a walk if he need to. And again, these walk-off hits, he 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 constructs at bats very well. Uh, it's not going to wow you necessarily with his offense, but I, I really feel good for the guy because I think he's going to get it. Reynolds is an outside shot, too. I think the same thing that's going to happen with um, Newman. Newman is, hello, Newman. Uh, it's going to be <laughs> goodbye, Newman, because, uh, you know, the offense, I mean, is just dreadful. 
Uh, I mean, just I mean, uh, guy gets like what eight eight ninety in the in spring, and yeah. then like he barely can get the Mendoza line the whole year. Barely, yeah, but that's going to sink. A, that's going to sink his battleship. Yeah, that's going to sink his battleship. So <laughs> he moves that decibel. But but, but 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 it's nice on this team that's like now looking at. Uh, the future here very soon hopefully coming up here with the the, the minor league system that mr charrington's putting together and we, we've talked about that a lot but you know we've put that to rest for the for the off season but, but there's a lot of stuff in the paper nationally as well that, that the, the pirates are tracking very well and these are national people talking about how in the next couple of years you're going to really see maybe some of these you know uh people that are poised to come up here and yeah. and do some things and and i, I think we're gonna i think we're gonna see that that's I, the I second Second part. Sorry to interrupt. That's the second part of draft and develop, where you develop. Yeah, the, the, right. Exactly. So we'll we'll just we'll just keep that where it's at and just cross our fingers and that the things are going to start get to the next issue. You th- I think uh, what you characterize it as one of our earlier shows. You know, the next resurgence. I right. Think you used the word resurgence of this club, and then and we'll fingers crossed. So yeah, just want to throw crossed. that. Ho- in. That's all the baseball I really have. We'll be able to see a uh, another uh, Quato night or something like that. <laughs> Maybe something similar, not exactly the same, but uh, anyway, we'll uh, we're gonna ha- take a, a quick respite here to, to respite. Re- refill our uh, beverages and um, they can hear trick or treaters at your garage. Uh, brother, they got the wrong night, the wrong night, <laughs> wrong night. So it's uh, it's a Friday night beer, Friday night lights. You need a beer. Uh, we got we got beer and we got uh, <laughs> some, some vapes. So uh, come on, <laughs> brb. Let, yeah. <laughs> So with that, we're going to head out, and when we come back, uh, we're going to dig into the Steelers. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fooks Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein Dave, we're coming back from the break, and uh, here we go. Yeah, we go. Five hundred, three and three, coming off the bye week. Those clownies in 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 Cleveland are uh, next up on the on the hit parade. Um, you know, I think you mentioned uh, pre-show something you wanted to really get into. One of the biggest stories coming out of here is Mr. Mayfield is going to play with all his. Uh, broken down uh, left side. Uh, to go into that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he's got a fractured. Uh, shoulder, uh, torn labrum, non-throwing side, as you pointed out earlier. But I mean, Jesus, you still got to follow through and right. hope hope one of those big humans don't fall on you. Oh, yeah, and like you said, the uh, the light bulb, uh, Mister yeah. Mister Watt, I'm sure is going to be uh, looking looking for that side to, well, uh, to do some do some terrorizing on, uh, and just even falling on something, even if you're just falling yourself without a you know, 300 pound uh, or you know, close to 300 pound mr hayward on him or yeah. just whoever you know it's it's a real reach i don't what you said earlier like kind of like th- teasing out there that uh what's the over and under and minutes played or you know, <laughs> quarters played I, I i don't see him going through the i'm, I'm taking the under game. under the first half you know and they're, and they're you know their backup is a serviceable guy i mean yeah you know, so casey keen yeah right, right. casey right, yeah casey Kasem's top 40 is that maybe <laughs> have to play top 40 uh minutes uh uh in this game, and so that I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what I like in that. I, I don't, I, maybe I'd, I'd rather see him, you know, Mayfield stumble and bumble around with his injury, and, and just unless the coach just says, you know, the Stefani or Gwen, Gwen Stefani's uh, brother, whatever his name is, Kevin, <laughs> uh, unless he just says, hey, listen, uh, yeah, 
yeah it just look you're, you're you're not you're you're not doing us any any good here and maybe you know i don't know he may he may rise up i don't know but i i, I think that's a that's a real reach the biggest thing i think i have as a concern just in that game is just their running game i mean with chubb and and the guy that came from Kansas City, uh, you know, the other running back. It's just so you got some concerns after well, watching uh, Alan, Alan Holdsworth, yeah, uh, third yeah. round or whatever the hell his he name a jazz, was. Like jazz guy, guitar, the jazz fusion guitarist. Yeah, great guy too, Holdsworth. You ever listen to his stuff? Yeah, the jazz fusion stuff. Anyway, yeah. So if you're back up to a backup or whatever, in Seattle was just running rough shots in the second three, half. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's really concerning because Mr. Chubb. I think he's he averaged like seven yards a carrier. Yeah, he's a diff stupid. different school of fish. Uh, you know. Uh, so the real uh, deal yeah so that that i think and you, you got to think right it, with a banged up baker that you know i mean they're probably going to be leaning on that running game and they look at that film and they go oh, seattle yeah. can do this we can certainly uh you know. I, th I think the menu is probably heavy on that for heavy sure. and right heavy and uh you know there's times and we've had a couple straight losses to them now you know, yeah. including that well, playoff debacle I, actually there i think if if they win this would be the first time that they've beat us three times in a row since bernie kosar wow bernie nosar wow <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty that's that's something. But look, this game we're going to go too far into this whole thing. We're coming off the bye week and and, and no major injury. The only thing that it it's, looks like it's not going to happen. Stephon Tuitt is still not ready to go, so he's not. I think Zach Banner is a full practice participant this week, offensive line. So he may you know get in there to infuse that line with a little bit. Um, but um, you know uh, if. The Steelers can find a way to win this game. You know, the, the AFC North picture, you know, gets a little bit more interesting. You know, I mean... Well, you, well it gets less interesting if they go 0-2. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. But I mean, just I, I just mean that, you know, now everybody's in play. Like, Baltimore yeah. just got their asses handed to them by Cincinnati. So, and we really should have won that game against I, Cincinnati. I, I, so, it's... it's a, a, nobody's a... I still don't believe that happened. I know. I was ridiculous. They got killed yeah, at home. It, it just... <laughs> Yeah, the the I, I don't and, and and look maybe maybe Baltimore partied all week and, and just didn't take Cincinnati serious. I, I don't, I, I, don't yeah, know. I don't know either. I mean, because you know, look, look, Burrow and and that guy that he has his his, uh, his LSU target, teammate yeah. uh, as a receiver target. I mean, just they were just you know having their way with them and uh, and 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 running with that other with their running back was 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 running rough shot on them. So, I, well, I guess what I'm saying is it, it looks like now. Everybody's just talking about it's the Ravens and everybody else. I don't, I don't uh, know. After I don't that know, one, no. I, yeah. that, that I, I don't know. Out. I mean, uh, that, that was a, a, a real chance to just make a little statement and just put the thumb down on the whole thing. And yeah. they just, they well, just, they just, yeah, I, screwed the pooch there. I, I think that always, you know, they they were headed in the right direction. You and I talked about it, well, even in training camp, that you you can't just start making. You know, postseason projections in, in right. week two and three and four. Right. You, you really everybody gotta, does too. It's, you, you really got to get close to like week eight, yes. nine to see the real temperature of things. Like I, I've seen, trends and, you know, the Miami Dolphins were seven and two, seven and two, and not make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, look last year, the Steelers were eleven show, yeah. and zero. Yeah, and then the wheels came off. Yeah, but during that time, didn't you think that eleven zero was a little bit of a fraudulent eleven zero? They're kind of dancing through the raindrops. And they're uh, a good team, but yeah, every week I kept thinking, "Wow, we won again. How did that happen?" It's like, uh, and then the Baltimore thing with all the yeah. their their uh, injured and COVID mm. out players. They yeah. were playing with pulling guys, popcorn vendors, you know, out of the stands to play in that game and right. barely won. They didn't, they didn't pull Kurt you Warner know? out for sure. No, so. Um, <laughs> But look, let me, since since it's been a bye week, there's not a lot of things to glean. I mean, some of the coaches have called out, 
you know, Mr. Claypool, he needs to really step up and get some more combat catches. I mean, that's what they got him for. That's what he was doing in, in year yeah. one. Yeah. So he needs to really be a guy that really, with, with Juju out now and, you know, Washington's getting back in the fray. Um, but, oh, but the other thing is, uh, yeah. I think uh, McFarland's back. Yeah, he is. I, I did I, see him full participant. I think yeah. that'll be a shot in the arm. They've given so a little thunder and lightning. Yeah. Because again, we I mentioned on previous shows that he's one of the few guys that can really get, get the edge. And like, if he, he gets into space, you yeah, know, he, he got hurt really, in training camp or something. Didn't uh, he? Yeah, he did. And it just, it was just nagging like yeah. the whole way. And then he finally shut him down. But yeah, that, right. that, that comeback is good. The banner comeback is good. You know, we'll see. I think, I think I'm making a prediction here. My last one didn't work out too well with, <laughs> with, 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 I thought that we we're going to beat um, Green Bay, which really should have, but, um, the Minka Fitzpatrick thing, I think that he, you know he hasn't made a you know he hasn't had, doesn't have a pick yet, but Coach T in his press conference said, "Look, um, it, it, it's just circumstance." And you know he said he said, "Stay tuned, like get your popcorn ready, like you know this guy." So I think maybe he, you might see a couple of big plays from that sa- from him at the safety spot. Hopefully that's they're going to be because you know how turnovers are game changers, and what last year last year I believe they were last year or the year before they led the league in turnovers. And interceptions and so forth, and and those are those are those are momentum changers. It's so funny how it is in football. Is like there could be an interception that you get the ball and you intercept it at the five yard yeah. line, and then you you haven't done anything the whole game, and then you go right down the field. Ninety five yards. Yeah. It's so weird. It, there's such a momentum swing. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's so deflating to the other team or something. But I don't know how many times like you could be dominating the game and then you throw a pick and they go down the other way and they score and then yeah, it's a whole big swing. So. We'll think, see what happens Sunday at one. Yeah, a couple other notes. I know that um, Eric Ebron is out. He's out. Yeah, is it a COVID or an injury thing? An injury thing, I believe. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but you know what? It's a, not okay. Well, the reason I bring that up go is, uh, um, you know, because I've been a proponent of, hey, why can't we go with three tight ends? Because uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, we, 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 we need to try to that, figure yeah. out a way to keep Ben clean from Miles Garrett. Right. But uh, one thing I will say about this, and he he. Um, Mr. Ebron, you know, hasn't, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't, you know, acquitted himself too well when he's healthy so far this year. I'm interested to see what Zach Gentry can do because he really, you know, he, on the off season, he, he beefed up, he's, he's fit, you know, he's really, he, he looks, he's a great blocker and he, he's, he's, he was just kind of like pencil read guy when he came in out of Michigan. And now he's really, he, according to coach Tomlin, you know, in, in the, in the, training room all the time in the weight room all the time so i'm okay with the gentry uh Fryermuth combo platter as long as they start throwing the ball to these guys a little bit down the middle you know that's that's where you can really open up the the, the top of a defense a little bit is down the middle you know you can come right. off your block and yeah. come, you know and, and and maybe you know move the chains a little bit more so we'll see how that turns out but you now I, I wasn't aware of iran i forgot about that yeah so. Okay. So before we uh, leave the gridiron, why don't we do a, a quick uh, hitter since uh, we're uh, broadcasting uh, or taping, if you will, uh, for you youngsters, means recording. Um, <laughs> Pitt-Penn State real quick. Yeah, well, so P- Penn State, huge game, obviously, Ohio State, and those Buckeye. And uh, <laughs> from uh, and by the way, just a quick random thought. The reason why, the reason, one of the reasons why we, we, we throw some French little accents in on some of our things, we're big fans of Mikey Terrian back in the day, yeah. the coach of the Penguins. 
when he used to have his 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 uh, rants, his rants, and his we trying to be. I think we trying to be the worst defensive team in all of hockey. <laughs> but and then like, uh, can you can you talk talk about the devil? Can you talk about what's coming up in the next couple of games? Well, we have the shark and the duck. <laughs> so we really loved him because he had the great locker room rants, and he just like he just was so funny. Even during that 2008 when we lost that. Uh, final against uh detroit he was like you know he, he was doing the french and english the like, fr- franglish the franglish like uh <laughs> post-game press conference so when you hear us doing that little accent you're thinking why do these guys keep doing that it's kind well, of well it, but it also goes all the way back to slap shot oh sure yes Oops. yes Oops. yeah sure because denny lemieux the, the goalie for the uh <laughs> for the johnstown chiefs that's also that's also an homage to him but anyway what were we saying oh okay ohio state so coming Starting the season, the the luck guys, uh, um, <laughs> I used to call them that because they barely beat Miami that one year with a fumble and different uh, weird calls in that game a long time ago. But um, they started out like crap. They yeah. looked like okay, they're just not the Buckeyes of, of the old, and it's like Clemson. They thought they, everybody thought they were going to be Clemson as Clemson is now, but they have rebounded quite nicely in a big way i mean whacking people all over the place so and you know just considering that penn state was in the you know in the playoff conversation a few weeks ago obviously not now at 20 but uh you know 18 and a half point underdogs penn state is not now that a couple weeks ago there's no way that that number would have been like that and it's i guess you can say there's some legitimacy to it i'm not saying that there isn't but it just kind of goes to show how much they've righted the ship. Yeah. So and, and they go into to Columbus. I mean, they they've actually beat them a couple of the last yeah. five. Six, you know, they've had some success against them, but one of them took a blocked uh, uh, field goal to do right. a few years ago when we were watching it uh, at Palms, I think. But look, I, I guess I'm just saying that I, this is this is going to be a game that's going to be really tough. I could see Penn State beating Michigan State and Michigan. I don't see them winning this game. No, I just I'm, don't. I'm still stuck on 18 and a half. That's, that's a big number. You know, and Sean Clifford is just not completely healthy. And then that, now, Franklin has said he is back to 100%-ish. Ish. But um, I, it's a tough place to play no matter what. And a night game with those throngs of people that will be all gin-juiced up, you know, from like noon. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a tough it's going to be a tough one. So and Pitt, Pitt with uh, Miami, right? Yeah. So noon uh, Saturday on your on your TV uh, viewing list. Yeah, no, um, I, I'm never a fan of those noon games. No, I hate them. Even when I was in, well, I hate especially them. when I was in college, because you had to get up early. It's for like that. in the middle of your day, you want to do stuff around the house. Or you do, and you got to plop down and you know, kind of. <laughs> so, what do you think about that? Yeah, Hurricane. I mean, hurricane. The hurricane. I, I, you know, hopefully Pitt can. can <laughs> continue and not regress like which is typical pit where yeah. they they get Wait your hopes the up a drop they, they, yeah. you know they're the, you know they've been my proverbial lucy yeah, for yeah. 30 years right, right 35 years right but hey look we'll see i mean you know my i think who they beat they just beat uh they snuck by uh, uh, nc state yeah right nc state yeah they were, they were a good team yeah I mean, they were they were a, yeah. you know they were legitimately up there they, they ranked 18th in the country this they were favored they had this derek somebody or whatever he's kind of a 3d card you yeah know, where you, you you get you get this you know greatness and then you get this wow he just threw an interception to a guy in the stands <laughs> uh you know so you never know what you're getting with, with this guy's name. <laughs> I, I know it's something like derek or something whatever his name is but um 
well, look, I mean, it's time now for them to to keep the statement going, right? And as you say, you yeah. kind of you kind of walk around on eggshells, wondering is it the, the Miami game that they stumble? Is it going to be the Carolina game that they stumble? You know, and look, the, it's it the coastal is right out in front of them. Always There's nobody there right now that you can say, wow, they're just going to. It's like they don't have Notre Dame coming up. No. They don't have, you know, you know anybody that formidable that you could say, well, they're never going to win that game. Yeah, I mean, so hey, it's in their hands. You're, you're coming off of. Uh, a national TV audience last week. Correct. Um, yeah. You know, and then you see stuff, then it's like, um, you know, my, my anxiety is getting the best of me when, you know, Kuiper now moves Kenny Pickett to number one on his QB board. Did he really? Yeah. Number one on the board. On his board. Wow. QB. QB. Yeah, as far as draft potential. Yeah. Well, I guess that's staying in, like but Peyton Manning told him to. That that turns coming out turning out to be quite I wonder I wonder how much the, uh, percentage uh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe he's <laughs> maybe he's got something a little jingle uh, jingle on the backside. Uh, yeah, look, I uh, mean my, Miami's been a burr in our saddle for I can remember um so I matriculated. How's that for a uh, word for yeah, you? And, like, and, like, like the ball down the field, like yeah, Hank Stram said. Yeah, matriculate yeah. the ball down the field, boys. Yeah, uh, fall of '87, but uh, the year before, uh, actually, was my roommate um, Jim, uh, show listener. We we went to the the Pitt Miami game, and um, Vinny Testaverde was the quarterback, and it started raining, and and uh, Pitt was okay. That was the Godfrey era. If okay, you remember? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they would do really well then they would turn around and like lose to bc or some some, right. some crappy right. program three back. steps up and one step back yeah and uh testicle verde he, he <laughs> they, they ran a rough shot over us uh in, in 86 but yeah point being is look you, you got to maintain the momentum right you, you got to keep the foot on the gas yeah absolutely we'll, we'll see what happens that, and, uh, absolutely. hopeful hopeful um, yeah, yeah a quick random thought about mr testicle verde there uh there was a you know he played at tampa yeah you know, the bucks and there was a guy that was like a cartoonist guy that had these things. So, like, you know, he had a rough career there. I mean, he did, you know, yeah. and a lot, a lot of, a lot lot of, of interceptions, <laughs> a lot of stuff, you know, missed passes, whatever. Well, there's, speaking of, we're at Halloween here. Yeah. There was one around Halloween where the kids are at his front door and, like, like you can see, like, you know, their bags are open yeah. and stuff. And then there's these little, these little uh, cartoon you know, projectile little lines that showing the candy bars yeah. going towards the bat, and they're all missing the bag. <laughs> and so, the, the, so the, you know, the the one kid just says, "Oh, thanks, Mister Tessaverdi," <laughs> you know, as they're all like dropping on the ground. <laughs> so I don't know. I have That's this long term memory. I'd, That's I'd fantastic. Dredge that one back up. But look, I hope that I hope they. Uh, you know, look, I really hope. And we talked to this table. Yeah, I I'm still I'm a Pitt fan as well. I mean, I'm Penn State's my number one, but. I really this this is a time to shine. This is the time that Mr. Narduzzi needs to put the pedal to the metal uh, and get re- this team a coastal and and and, and win this conference. I don't want to yeah, I don't want to say rewrite history, but it's 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 there for the taking like you said. And it may never be I mean Clemson could just come right back and start terrorizing people next year. I mean, so they need to strike while the iron's hot. So and, we'll see. And you know, the the other bene- added benefit will be is and they had a lot of recruits there last week and the, mm-hmm. the stadium was pretty full yes. actually for a pit game. Right. That's what um, you want. Is, is the, yeah, they got to they got to pull in some more talent. To, to convince some of these other kids, oh, yeah. you know, maybe Pitt's kind of well, got hey, something going on. Yeah, right? you, yeah. Can go to, you can go to Clemson and you can wait three years or you can come here and start in year one or two. Yeah, right. And you have, you have some people, Tyler Boyd yeah. um, and and uh, uh, the Rams uh, guy Aaron from Donald. my alma mater, Aaron, Aaron Donald. So you have plenty of people. You have the Larry Fitzgerald who's out of football now, but you know you have a lot of different people that can say, 
hey, they can help out with this recruit. I mean, yeah. they've had, they've put some really formidable players in the well, NFL. They and, and not, I mean, not only the NFL, they've got a lot of Hall of Fame players. Yes, they do, absolutely. But so there's something to piggyback on yeah. it. But they just need to open people's eyes that this is could be a destin ACC destination point yeah. now, and it's time to do it is right damn now because they have this coastal and this ACC right championship in their clutches. Yeah, and so. and and who knows? I mean, ACC is a power conference. I don't see them getting into the playoffs, but stranger things have happened. Weirdness has happened, right? And even look, look at this point. A, a good goal is a n- good New Year's Day bowl. You know, I mean, if they the run pit. the table, if they run the table, you never know where they could be placed. Especially with this picket uh, arrow pointing up, a lot of a lot of bowls, bigger bowls. Yeah. Hey, well, I want this guy. I want this guy in my bowl. I want the, you know, I want yeah. this team in right. my bowl, right? Because we're looking at maybe an NFL star coming up here. I, you know how it goes. You know, it's if you're the flavor of the month, right? Everybody wants you. You know, so look, it's just time to take a stranglehold, yeah. sweaty Teddy style. That's right. So, <laughs> <laughs> with that, we're gonna head off the break and uh, coming back with. Uh, some uh, pucks. I'm friends with the monster, the sun of my bed. Get along with the voices inside of my head. You're trying to save me, stop holding your breath. And you think I'm crazy, yeah, you think I'm crazy. I wanted the fame, but not to cover a news week. All right, Dave, back from the break, and uh, time to get into some pucks as uh, we said, leaving the Steelers. Uh, Crosby play tomorrow. What do you think? I think so. First, the first uh, division game. I know it's the Swamp things from New Jersey, but uh, it's you know, get his feet wet. And you know, this is now full contact practices a couple yeah. times. Maybe it just felt like the weekend might be better with a division game. The, the, the Calgary with some, with some of the huge people that they have on there. I can, I can kind of see that a little bit. Maybe they wanted to kind of you know sway him away from that. But uh, Saturday night's all right for fighting. Saturday night's all right for Crosby. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I, I fully expect him. I mean, the line rushes have been, you know, him, him back on there with Gensel. Right. And, and I think uh, they, were, they were showing him with Gensel and uh, Erod, yeah. actually, because Rusty Razor is still out with that. It, you know, Erod, his, 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 his advanced stats are off they, the charts. They really are. It was, he looked He's delicious, too. the NHL. Really? Like, not just the Penguins. All NHL players, like the natural stat trick type stuff, and and the, yeah, those people, natural stat trick, right? Yeah. Well, no, there's <laughs> actually those it. people, right? Yeah. That did the kind of uh, advanced metrics in their yeah. parents' basement. And I just, I just noticed, like, and I used to, I used like, like to use the word dangalicious. Yeah. I mean, he's pulling up. He's like, you know, he's drive bying people. He's yeah. he's he's uh, toe dragging people. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, he just his his increased ice time has really just to me really shown what what he can really do if given the minutes. Right, you know, and for him to be popped up on the first line, we'll see if that stays. But because because Carter might be back uh, Saturday, so I, I don't know. So whether that happens that he drifts back to the second or third, oh. you know, whatever, I don't know. But if Carter's up there, then you we'll, we'll see what happens. But Carter's center, so um, right? well, is he going to play wing too? Yeah, I, th- I, I think if if he's going to stay top six, he's got to play wing. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's or, true. Or, or you slide him back yeah, to that's true line. Uh, line three center, you know, one of the, and you know, the other thing I had listed there too is, you know, our, uh, your man DOC. Yeah. I'm down with DOC. A little you, turnover tonight, last uh, night. But not a big deal. Not, no, he's, he's still playing well. And he hit the crossbar last night too. He played well up until that his, one little his, snafu, which the game was already over yeah, at his, that point. His advanced stats are, are up there too. And yep. I, I just don't want to see those two guys get buried on a third or fourth line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which, I mean, which, 
you know, we, we have some other injuries maybe that we're looking at with Rusty Razor. And, yeah, you know, one of the things I heard today was, you know, based on, on cap room and he's got a big contract, you know, maybe, maybe they move Jake. Gensel? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, yeah, I don't know about that, but I mean, talk is cheap. We'll see. But, right. But, you know, I, I, I don't know, but. Yeah, you know, there's going to be obviously a lot of shuffling, but that's just something you have to deal with when you have injuries and you and you're putting varsity varsity players, as Mike Tomlin say, back in the right. back in the lineup. Right. You, you're you're going to have you're not putting you know bottom six people back in line. You're putting varsity people yeah. back in the lineup. So it's going to be something they're going to have. It's a, Mike Mike Sullivan always likes to say it's a good problem to have. You know, but look, two games in regulation, like you mentioned in your little blurb here on the show notes. I'm not concerned over the two 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 game last night. They played good enough to win. I mean, a 45 shot uh, shutout by by their goalie. I mean, that uh, hadn't happened in Calgary's history since '82. Yeah. So this guy was like you. You were mentioning to me in text that the pucks were bouncing. He didn't even know they were hitting him. Right. He just was. You know, he, look, he he did some really good stuff when he did see them yeah. too. But I mean, you know, that there was crossbars. There was there was, and, and the other thing I just want to throw in on that before I forget my thought is I I think one of the things that's kind of showed its head a little bit especially last night with four or five power plays is is this, you know four of their five top on the power play top unit were out you know with, with right. Gino and, and Sid and 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 Rust and um well, thanks plus a yeah. so you're you're it's hard to overcome that it's, it's you can do it maybe in a short sample size a couple games but <clears throat> excuse me but you know <clears throat> that reared its ugly head last night is because they just could not generate a lot of high danger. They had some chances, yeah, but not the high danger finishing type of chance. Like we're guys that are, are finishers, got a heckler, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and that, that's eventually gonna gonna come into play. So, but we you start getting these people back, then you know that power play should hopefully round in shape a little bit. So, yeah, I'm I'm hoping. Um, and I, and I and again I know we talked about it early on. I I, I wouldn't even call it a two game skid. I mean they they ran into two teams that are streaking. Yep. With two extremely hot goalies. One yes. and one won the Vesna last right. year. Right. Massey's a world class. Like maybe yeah. arguably the best goalie in in the world right now. And then I was listening so. to uh, well I guess they call it now the Thirty Two Thoughts podcast and. Um, you know, uh, this uh, was it. Jacob Markstrom is the name of the the goalie. Right, Markstrom. Yeah. He's, he, He's been called the the best goalie that hadn't been playing in the NHL for some time. Oh, now. Is that right? And yeah. I was not aware. Of yeah, that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know who he was. I mean, we don't see Calgary. Think, well, so. yeah. I mean, that was one of the you know the other challenges we have when we're you know talking about John, Johnny Hockey or Johnny Gaudreau right. is we we just don't see those Western teams. Enough. No, not enough. Right. Yeah. Especially yeah. we wouldn't see them at all. Like with COVID, we yeah. didn't see. Yeah. yeah. They played in the conference, and then last year they had that. Bubble. goofy thing where they're just yeah. playing in your division yeah. so you're not seeing them at all right you usually only see them twice a year once there once here you didn't even do that the last couple of years so yeah no i agree i think uh, i think sid plays i think uh, they probably circled that date on the calendar uh division game lesser opponent yeah saturday and, oh, and i really expect it yeah he does jump on that ice that's that's going to be a real jolt to that team to, to, to end this little two game two yeah. game or so i was a little disappointed they they returned uh, uh borgquist back to wilkesburg didn't even get any minutes or did I, he actually didn't get a sweater up here um well he's kind of a power forward as well but you know the other thing too is they got to figure a way to get captain going yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not for lack of. I mean, I've, you know, he swarms around. He still looks pretty good, but uh, 
you know, I, I think maybe when he's really going to settle into things, because look, we're into this thing again where they're having all these injuries and all these things. Yeah. Not only Sid and Gino coming out of the gate not being there, but other people went down, and that that kind of like has a domino effect kind of on on other guys. And 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 sometimes with him, have, you know, wanting to, he should be playing with a guy like like Gino. I mean, yeah. should be, and I think when these when these guys start, when the when the lineup starts to become what it really should be going forward all year, hopefully you see him really really do some better things but no i agree i mean he needs to get off the schneid here yeah and uh i i think jake's only got one goal too right uh yeah that one when he first came back the yeah. first game back he had yeah. that one right and yeah, not but, for lack of chances again he had i mean he's he's getting into still getting into danger areas and doing the things he's doing but you know he's used to, he, he he has that synergy with 87 that you yeah. know he, he needs him back on his on his yeah, uh, as 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 his centerman. So yeah, for sure, we're not going to uh, beat the beat no, this one into the ice. Uh, why don't we do a quick uh, random thought? Yeah, so I just wanted to. There's been some talk here about the whole Cleveland Indians. Their their name change. They they, they had announced it as the like the Guardians uh, a while back. Which were they coming up with? That? I don't even have. Any I, idea. I thought that was a pure sponsorship. <laughs> I, I just it's but, but apparently as things went on here, there's this women's roller derby team that's been around there forever that that has this name Pat and you know, that has, has the licensing and all this stuff because it's a, it's still a sports team sort of okay um, <laughs> allegedly, but um, you know they're they're su- you know, I mean they're they're filing suit in 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 court about you know to the to block you know the 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 Cleveland having this thing, this this name so I, I, we'll see what becomes of that but I just had a little thing about that. You know, I don't want to get into too much political stuff here. This is not our this is not our gig here. But you know, I, I it's something that's kind of bothered me a little bit because the whole thing with Indians, quote unquote, you know, PC is what it is out there and everything. But I, I don't see that as being a big deal. I mean, because to me, it's more of a respectful thing. If you think about Indians and just the name Indians, I mean. Um, you know, if if you were going to be this strict on things, you'd have to change just about every city name, lake name, ocean name. I mean, my my brother and I had this conversation when Indiana University of Pennsylvania was one of the first ones to to cave to go to the Crimson Hawks, and he and my brother being kind of a company man with IUP was just kind of you know being you know just being even keeled about it, saying, well, you know, this is the kind of trend of what's happening, and you know, and a lot of times people just do things for the perceptionist reality purpose, but. You know, I said, and I told him, I said, well, if that's the case, guess what town they play in? Indiana. You're going to change that to like uh, uh, Buffalo City or, you know, what do you get? So I think some of this is just kind of ridiculous. If you look up and down, there's a Susquehanna River. There's the, there's Indianola. There's, you, you go around the whole Northeast. There's so many towns and places that are named after, you know, Tuskegee and just what. I mean, Sue, that, North Dakota. That, 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 <laughs> right. So that doesn't mean that they're being disrespectful. Now. Having said that, when you're doing things such as the Redskins and things like the Braves. that, and even even Chief. even Braves, maybe yeah. Chiefs, and Chiefs, I'm not. I'm a no, 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 no. The, what, what was the name of the uh, oh, the Laffy, uh the, the Indians logo? He, it, that was oh, pretty yeah, offensive. Chief Wahoo. Yeah, yeah, well, that was yeah, pretty and offensive. And I understand that. And and look, and one guy had mentioned, and I, again, I had a couple notes I didn't bring, but there was a guy that was in the Indian Nation, like spokesman, PR guy, saying about the Braves thing and the chop, the yeah. chop thing, which is like it came, it went, it came back, and whatever. He said, you know what? Honestly, I don't know why we, we think about so much about these sports teams doing this thing with the chop. He said, I'd really like to have more focus on 
real problems we have in the Indian nation, which is like poverty, unemployment, alcoholism, you know, alcoholism uh, uh, child abuse, or whatever, abuse, yeah. and all, all this kind of stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, are these things really, like down in Florida with Florida State, you know, the, 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 the casino down in Tampa is the, is the hard rock, the Seminole Indian hard rock casino. And, and the Seminole people have, 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 are, are behind that. Of course, they have a financial stake uh, in the thing. Yeah. You know, but I guess what I'm saying, it depends on who whose ox is getting gored. But I, I think we, to me, I just like to say that, in course, your, your, your presidency of your North Hills is the Indians. Well, my high school is still North, the Penn Hills Indians. But I just think just saying Indians, I don't see, I don't see how that's offensive. I mean, some of the other logos, and again, the Washington football team is changing to Redskins. Maybe the time to come, you know, we've, had this all of a sudden enlightenment, you know, that it needs to be changed. But the Cleveland is the Cleveland Indians. Again, that Chief Wahoo, that face, maybe that needed to change. But do you really need to change the whole thing? I I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, you know, <clears throat> I, I I think the, the the issue is where where do you stop? Like you said, I mean, yeah. I, I, I think most of the, you know, logos and things like that need to change. And yeah. in our case, um, the hockey club, which is is not—I don't want to say sanctioned, but it's it's a club sport. So, right. we're loosely affiliated, and so we've um, determined to to move away from Indians. And really, we, we pretty much just go by North Hills Hockey Club. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, one of the challenges we have too is actually the high school and middle school is actually built on Indian burial, burial grounds. Okay. So, I, so there is some sense of, you know, that's an homage to them. Sure. That, that, but in, in the political climate, I, 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 I don't know. I, 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 I like to listen to the other side. I mean, when I was younger, I just would have been, meh. That that's stupid. But well, it just like, like, it just like, comes like, out like of nowhere. Maybe, maybe they ought to be the uh, the Ricky Vaughns. The Ricky Vaughns. <laughs> Wild thing. How about the Cleveland Wild Things? Yeah, there you go. That'd be awesome. Well, there's well, Washington uh, Wild yeah, Things. There's a little lawsuit. <laughs> oh, my God. It's never end. I guess well, just to wrap it up, we don't want to get to because we can just bat this ball around for, for an hour. But I just I just think that there's sometimes when these things, when these grassroots things come up, when people just feel like, okay, it's the right thing to do. Um, like where was this 20 years ago, 30 years ago? Like all of a sudden, because it, it just becomes with social media, especially now, people that anybody that has a voice wants to say something. And here's what I'll just say to wrap this up. I don't think saying something like the Indians, um, you know, I think uh, warriors, you know, I don't know, maybe not. But I mean, just to say Indians, I think in no way to me disrespect, because if, you, if you're going to say that, as you just mentioned a couple minutes ago, where does this ball end? Like, where does this trend end? Because then you're talking, well, you know what? That town, that town name is offensive because it's Indianola. It needs to be changed to granola. I mean, I, I don't know. At some point, where does the whole thing end? Is my is my point. And right. I think this thing gets way too far into things. Can logos be changed? As you said, yes. Can you have something a little bit more respectful? Yes. But to just say because of that word that that now is offending everybody on the planet, and most and actually most of these people, like down south when I lived there, I talked to a lot of Native American people, Indian people, because the others there's Seminoles there, there's some other people. And they honestly, most of them don't don't come on that side. It's usually like some leader or elder of some place looking to get some pub or cash or cash 
Right. Because don't forget, that's where some of these things that this matters and that matters. Some of that is, is it's a, it's a financial thing, yeah. too. So I, I just I just think it's kind of silly. To where, where, where is it really going to st- stop? So can things be changed, change some, some tweaks be made? Yes. But let, let's, let's maybe pull up short of every single thing is now offensive. And to me, Indians is not offensive. I'm sorry. Yeah. When everything's offensive, nothing's offensive. Yeah, right. So uh, anyway, let's so move away from with, that. With that, I think, it, right? I think we need some refills. Yeah, so, uh, you're right. We're going to head to break and come Ooh. back with uh, what we're sipping. It's supposed to be night. Something evil's lurking in the dark. All right, Dave, we're back from the break and uh, probably our favorite segment. Well, excuse me, as Cleavon Little once said uh, back in Blazing Saddle, excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> they said use hump. Uh, yeah, here we go. Oh, God, I got it. Got right in the eye. Should have left your safety glasses on. God almighty. I, I don't know why uh, I'm so, like. It's a tennis elbow. Uh, maybe that's it. I'm going to blame it on, uh, yeah, the lateral epicondylosis is the exact uh, medical term for that. Ten- God, get, bless, God get, bless you. I got beer elbow. <laughs> so who's starting first? You want me? Oh, you know what? Since we have this evening of, uh, you know, Halloween-ish, Halloween-ish. Uh, minus two, uh, I'll save mine and let's go to yours first and then I'll... Well, okay. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have another thing too, which we're going to rock on with. Sidecar. Sidecar. So you uh, you you lead you lead off the the inning. All right, there you okay, go. Man. That's that's what I got. And okay. uh, that is uh, we're staying local, Dave. I, I, we we may never leave Pittsburgh again, as far as that'd uh, be okay beer. with me. Yeah, absolutely. So this is uh, Dancing Gnome Brewery, and this is their American Pale Ale, and this is what they started with. It's called uh, Lustra. Lustra. L U S T R A. Okay. 5.8 on the uh, alcohol by volume, uh, and I don't think they rate all these guys. Is this are, another one with no, uh, no IBUs? IBUs? Maybe, maybe they thought it was IOUs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had, a, we've had that happen a couple times now in our last couple sippages. Uh, yeah, sippages. Yeah, and, uh, let me uh, get, get a... It's uh, citrus and hoppy. It's, Boy, I uh, can, oh, I can smell that. Yeah, this is uh, Am- wow. Amarillo or Amarillo hops. And Amarillo hops. by morning and uh, down in San Antonio. Your year round availability. George Strait. I yeah. think homage to. Year round availability. So, uh, what, so here, we uh, here we go. Under your, there it goes under your nose, Dave. Okay. <sighs> wow, that's pretty good. It reminds me of. Uh, What's the, uh, uh, the the company out in California um, that has that, uh, not Devil's Backbone, but the other one, I can't remember what it is, but they have that, uh, that one that has that, like that uh, grapefruit-ish type of thing. I'll have to, I'll have to, to look that up a little Not bit. here in Nevada. No, no, no. Uh, oh. Uh, Sculpin. Oh, Sculpin. Yeah, uh, Sculpin. No, 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 Sculpin is Ballast Point. Ba- ballast Point. Yeah. But, the, the, but when I smelled it, that's what I smelled, like the Ballast Point Sculpin. Yeah, I think it's because I, oh. I, I saw somebody. It's in San Diego. Oh, Because yeah. I saw somebody in Vegas. So my nephew and I, Derek, were in, were in Vegas. Shout out. And they, and they had this shout out, Derek. They had, they had uh, th- th- some couple that was sitting next to us. We were watching the Pirates. Right. And they had this afternoon special. They had Ballast Point Sculpin for like $2. 
Meanwhile, ballast points go up and wow. for a six pack is like $16. Yeah. <laughs> so this lady had a ballast point jacket, like a leather jacket, which was pretty hey, when you're when you're paying two dollars a beer you can afford a leather jacket yeah it's, but no we so we start talking to her because we're like well, did you go to the place and uh they said yeah you know we've toured the thing i said would you get better prices there she goes no 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 we don't get any kind of california discount for their products right. but that's what i smelled when i first uh whiffed this uh yeah san diego so is there is there stuff on the can is there is there is there that's what she said is it <laughs> It's a family show, Scott. Yeah, no, I kind of uh, read, read it to you. As, oh, did you? Uh, yeah. Oh. I mean, I thought, is there any gimmickry on the can? Is there, you know, the weird stuff? Is there uh, anything like that? No, like, it's, it's, no? They, they have a cool logo. It's, it's kind of like a, a, a gnome beard with a crown. Oh, yeah. What's with the, oh, the leaves, like the little hops? Yeah. They have the yeah. hops thing. Yeah. Those are hops. Okay. And, mm. uh, what's the, oh, it's only 5.8. Yeah, yeah. I can, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's, it's, uh, to me, it be more summer, uh, thing, but, yeah, no. No, and, very, uh, very, very good. And doesn't kill you. Tall boy. Yeah, and doesn't kill you. Yeah, yeah I like that a lot. Um, so I'm for this evening that we're on Halloween Eve Eve, as minus Tessa two. reminded us. Minus two. Well, lovely Tessa. Little Contessa. She's she's a bomb diggity. Uh so here we're staying with Hitchhiker. These people should be have us on payroll by now. We should be getting I checks love, from them. I love that place. Seventeen bucks a, you know, it's a four pack or whatever it was. But anyway, so I have here in my 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 clutches clutches, uh, and, and you know, it's apropos for the uh, the holiday weekend we're on here, arms length zombie cocktail beer. Ooh, scary. <laughs> Uh, as the Monster Chiller Horror Theater from Joe Flaherty back in the SCTV days, so we used to have that show. But anyway, the arms length—I got—I got to describe this can. There's like a there's like a scully, like, like a an arm that's coming out of the ground, kind of like a scary thing. And it's, so it's uh, oh zo- <laughs> zombie cocktail beer, a completely random. Uh, saw them, saw saw it in in Market District. Had to have it because they have a big display of them now. And uh, I thought there was some weird stuff I was gonna was gonna, was on this can, but no. So it's uh, you have the stats. It's, uh, br- it's brewed with it flaked wheat, conditioned on passion fruit, pineapple, orange, grapefruit, citrus zest, and cinnamon. This is inspired by the 1950s Dawn Beach Dawn with two ends recipe, a zombie recipe, and uh, one of the other stats he left out eight point two. Yeah. Ouch. Again, seeing dead relatives after a couple sips. And, and another tall boy. So you have you have your cup. I'm going to go out of the thing so I don't drink your wrong beer again. Here you go. Ooh, what's going on with that? That's got a little zip. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's also... Let me see. Let me, oh, let me see. Hold on. Zombie cocktail beer. I wonder if I'm going to start... Uh, it, it tastes like a sour almost. Yeah, that that's what I was getting at. There was yeah, it's almost it's like a damn sour. Hold on. Well, and they call it a cocktail inspired beer. Oh, so it's you know what? That's a good point because it almost tastes like a whiskey sour, like a Tom Collins or oh yeah, yeah. something like that. That's weird. It doesn't even taste like it says Tom Collins with uh, a little bit of fizz. Mm. It's not bad. I I couldn't drink a. No, I I, you know what? I couldn't drink a two pack. Here's the thing. Now that now that I've gotten you and you got me to the dark side yeah. with IPAs and, and pale ales and stuff. You're the one that that, that uh, held my hand down that path. But because now my palate has changed to where right. I really I really like a little bit more of 
a bite, not a bite, but like, you know, I, I want some substance to my, yeah. this is too tangy. Yeah. And, and am I going to like, what's that show? The, the, the walking dead. Am I going to come out of here and, and start drink, like, drink it or dump it? No, drink, <laughs> no, I just meant like, am I, am oh, I going yeah, yeah. to like start walking like a, a zombie? Out of, it's too tangy. I mean, it, it's Chris Latangy. <laughs> Number fifty-eight. You need to get back in the you know what, lineup. You know what? This uh, this would be good with the. Uh, there's the, no there's no substance. There's the, no bite. The Patton and Dave Clark. Uh, this would be good with ice in it, probably. Yeah, or like you know, I actually maybe like we're teasing something that I have here in my in my stash for a couple seconds here. Is I almost have to put like some club soda or something like that just yeah. to get a little just just to. Uh, yeah. to, to to neutralize it a little bit maybe or something yeah. is that right because it's yeah. too it's, it's almost like a and one more sip that's all i got in me i'm not sure what they're trying to do with this so I, cocktail beer being the i guess being the operative thing i i don't i don't know i love hitchhiker but i'm i'm gonna say no here but yeah i, I think that folks I think that because uh, you definitely couldn't drink more than one. No, for no, sure. no, no. And I would have to actually the first sip. The first sip wasn't bad. Yeah, the first sip wasn't bad. Mm. But it's it's no. like it's like that stuff that you know we talked about the uh, the motor oil the motor oil that you brought the yeah. other day. Um, that it, North, it's just country brewing. It just the the buildup is yeah. It, it, yeah. The, the layers are like you know these other beers that are that we yeah. prefer. Yeah, kind of wash down, and then you take another sip, and it's like you're starting over again. Yeah, you're never starting over with. And this there's one. There, 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 there's just no uh, carbonation to this. You know what I'm saying? There's just no carbonation to it, isn't there? I don't feel, I don't taste any carbonation. I taste a little bit of carbonation, but I, not I, much. I, I taste there's there's too much like. Too much what? Well, the too many different things in there. There's there's too much going on. Yeah. Like you got passion fruit, you got pineapple, you got orange, you got grapefruit, and citrus zest. And then, oh, by yeah. the way, if you weren't if you, if you weren't satisfied with that, let's throw some cinnamon in it too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I love hitchhiker. Actually, I can I can taste the cinnamon now. It's it's really well. It's, you're, it's a I mean, long finish. I love I love hitchhiker, and you you really you brought a lot of that out. And that airwave that you had was so so <sighs> darn good. Um, but this, uh, it's just, it's too Chris Latangy for me. Um, yeah. Um, God, um, you know, I'll march to number 58, but I don't think, I don't think he would probably not, not partake in this. Uh, if, you know what, if, mm. if we probably had like a 10 ounce draft and we paired it with some food or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe if you had like, like something some cut through this boneless wings or like medium boneless wings or something just to, yeah. just to clean, like cleanse your, or, your, or, or, your or just to, sauce. just to. You know, kind, sure. kind, of, kind of come in and yeah, say, yeah. "Hey, hang on, Tang." <laughs> yeah, you got All Tang. Right. I got, I well, got some fire. We're 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 gonna say no, but um, uh, don't say no to Hitchhiker because they have a lot of good stuff. So we're gonna. I'm rolling out a special here tonight for. We do, you know, like we sports spirits, brews, and since there's spirits in the night, is uh, you know, in the, in the material world, right? Spirits in the material world, oh, spirits in the night, oh, night. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach down, so I'm gonna go over the mic just for a second. Hold on. Do 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 do. Uh-oh. So I am rolling out. Some of you people have probably had this. I actually gave this to my niece her her birthdays. My niece Nicole, shout out. Birthdays on Christmas Day, <clears throat> and I for her birthday I always bring something because we go to her house and we do Christmas and the Christmas and the, and the birthday combo platter. So this is. Uh, this is New Amsterdam's Pink Whitney. Now, this has a backstory. Now, we are a big fan with, like, I think it's up to episode 130-something, or I don't know how, what it is, but... Spittin' uh, Chicklets. Spittin' Chicklets, Barstool Sports, who Ryan Whitney, 
former penguin, former penguin, and uh, the human breakout pass. The human breakout pass. Wow, I wonder if there's anybody calling that. Yeah. So he has the show with with uh, Paul Bissonette, also known as Paul Mistonette. Biz and nasty. Can, biz nasty. <laughs> the uh, enforcer, like back in the day. <laughs> so here's the, here's the backstory. So Pink Whitney, um, Ryan Whitney, former the you know Penguins defenseman. He was traded for Chris Kunitz, you know, who that kind of worked out a little bit for us. So uh, he and his wife were like always partaking in this, you know, vodka and adding like pink lemonade because there was nothing like that. They, 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 you know, you have the, you have the mixed vodkas of different types, lemon, lime, whatever, this typical stuff. But they always liked the taste of like, like say Tito's. Right. And, and like, like pink lemonade. Well, they got this brainstorm that like we should, see if we could have somebody make this whole concoction together. Right. And and thus, here comes the Pink Whitney. Now, I'm going to read from the That's back the of the easy button. Pretty. So, Spit and Chicklet's uh, crew has taken over New Amsterdam Vodka to create a spirit inspired by Ryan Whitney's favorite drink, award-winning New Amsterdam Vodka mixed with fresh pink lemonade. The result is an exceptionally smooth, great-tasting pink lemonade-flavored vodka. Uh, enjoy straight or with club soda. Now, I actually like it better with club soda. So, tonight we have our chin chin rattle rattle, and we, we Scott with his his typical amazing spherical orbs of ice. I'm going to I'm going to pour him his, and I, I like it with the club soda. So, what here's what I'm going to do. Well, I'm, I'm going to pour in. Yeah, pour it in. And I, while I, you're I doing might, I may like, like it with the club soda too. No, I think you're. No, I'm going to pour one with club soda. Oh, oh perfect. Yeah, I'm going to and I have it right. I'm, stand by. I reach into my ice bag. Oh, okay, I'm, so, I'm on the website now. And I, I spared no expense, by the way. Giant Eagle Club Soda. I was going to say the, I, the high end. Okay, because uh, I br- I brew my own. Oh, I, I wondered about that. I almost said you could do your own, but I said, well, let's just do it this way. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's probably. Good. I think that's probably good right yeah. there. So I'm going to pass this your way, and I'm going to I'm going to do my thing here, um, and it's just a. I, I I think it's you're going to find out that the club soda thing is the best way to go because it's, absolutely because it's 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 a little sweeter with without this this just knocks down the the tanginess of the um, wrong one. Oh Jesus! I'm putting a well, what the hell is that? <laughs> I'm putting some other cap on here. <laughs> Are you Jeez, seeing I've had dead relatives tonight? <laughs> All right, what's going on with that? Where, where's the cap? It's right behind the water bottle. Oh yeah, there it is. Um, so uh, it, the, the club soda kind of. Um, I just noticed. Look at this thing on here, like the the club soda. It has like the hockey stick inside yeah. the thing. That's funny. And then the uh, yeah, I'm on the website, and it says uh, you, you kind of scroll down halfway, and it says take your shot. Take your take your <laughs> shot. I'm going high glove side. I don't know about you. Uh, Five hole. <clears throat> but I'm, All right, so here we go. We're gonna chin chin. We're gonna rattle rattle. Boom. Bang. Just broke that. Tap. What's that? Wow, that's refreshing. It is. It's a refresh. Now, obviously, this is a little bit more of a. And see how that didn't really mix. Like if you swore that all around, it might mix it. But yeah, do that. There you go. Get your orb of ice dancing like you're dancing gnome. Um, <laughs> but this is more like say uh, just to be in full disclosure. This is more like, say, sitting sitting outside in the summertime, Scott. You just mowed the lawn, you know, or you're just like going into your evening and whatever, and you just have a nice refreshing sip of this. 
yeah. after having a few beads of sweat from just doing, you know, trimming the hedges or whatever. You can just kind of sip on this as the evening comes up, the summer evening comes up. So this is not the perfect seasonal thing, but I wanted to bring it out because we had the... So what do you think of the Pink Whitney? Uh, the Pink Whitney is a keeper. Let's uh, let's look. Cheers to Brian Whitney. Thanks for bringing us back, uh, Mr. Uh, Chris, Chris Kunitz. Kunitz. You know, it's funny. I may have said this on an earlier show. I can't remember if I'm going to repeat. I don't care. But but I, after, you remember the, uh, in the second back-to-back in 16, 17 when yep. we won? We went double OT in yeah. game seven against Ottawa. I, I, thought, I thought I was going to be hospitalized. I, 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 you know, I couldn't handle it. Chris Kuna scores that game you know, winner. Little, Crosby's on the half wall. Yep. He sees this is the great the greatness of of, of, of of Chris Kunitz. Again, like like Gensel, just knows how to get into a soft area, just knows how to get to work, and he knows that puck's coming. So what he does, what does he do? He gets his stick in position. Crosby's gonna give me the puck. I can feel it. I know it. Yep. I'm not gonna be surprised by it, and just snaps it over Anderson's head. It was like he and wasn't like, close. I mean, he was top no, circle. No, he, right? he was like tops. I think he was like top medium circle. Uh, I'd say probably, I'd, I'd say more top circle. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you first, and, and sorry to interrupt. No. Because I kept thinking, man, he was pretty close to the blue line. He wasn't quite that close. Well, Crosby was on the half wall, yeah. probably top circle-ish. Yeah. And, and and digs it off the half wall, puts it in there. And, and Kunitz just... The, the the greatness of the shot was the quickness of it. Yep. Not not giving a guy a, a chance. And there was a screenish little thing in front. I don't know who it was. It might have been it might have been Jake. I don't know. But the thing of it is that goes in and I was like Phew. Yeah. So breathe. And, and it's so, so the next day and I, I my double, nie- double my, overtime. My niece double over yeah, right, I think I said double overtime. Mm. So my niece the next day, it's funny, I'm driving to work or something that, that day and the first song that comes on on uh, Sirius XM, well, I think it was on Sirius XM. Uh, w- what are those um, uh, progressive stations? Um, you know the uh, lithium. Lithium, yeah. So w- first shot, first uh, song that comes on that I see when I get the get the Sirius XM up is by this band called Filter, and it yeah. was "Hey Man, Nice, nice Shot." shot. <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. That came from above. So I, you know, I took my phone out and I took a snap and I sent it to my, to my niece. And I said, because I always send her weird stuff when the Penguins score. I, I, I do stuff. And I said, hey, I can't believe that uh, Chris Kunitz has his own song. You know, <laughs> hey, man, I, hey, man, nice shot. I like the Pink Whitney. Yeah, it's good stuff. But it's better with the club soda, don't you think? Oh, because it, it, sure. it knocks down the sweetness just a little bit. You know, like I need club soda because knock down my sweetness. <laughs> anyway, so so we're good. So we had a lot of crap. It's it's we we had the scary, uh, well, arms length zombie cocktail that we mixed with. We we did held another machination with club soda. We got a lot of stuff on the table now. Hopefully, I won't spill it. So, what do you think? What were you doing? Break and then do uh, some Halloweeny stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm just watching a real time follow up. By the way, the top eight- circle. Top circle. Yeah, here yeah. look. Here it is. Look at the replay. Yeah, yeah. No, that no, that's uh. No, no, no. It, it'll come. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, you're you're doing the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boy, you have some technological advances, and you, look at Gino with it. Yeah, because Crosby comes out from from like down underneath right there. Oh, so underneath, he's from the dot. So he's like top from circle. the dot. Oh fuck! One that's time, just, he one times it. 
Cause, but you know, the, the, my to my point though is Chris Kunitz always damn got it. Yeah, he he knew where to be in a spot. He knew that damn puck was coming from Sid. Yeah, like and it, and that's very Jake Gensel esque right there. Chris Kunitz like paved the way for Jake because he knew he knew that he just has to get to a space. Yep, and it's coming. But a nice little replay on that. That was in your uh, iPad Pro. That was a. Uh, so, real-time update on the World Series. Uh, one nothing Tomahawk Chalkers in the top of the fourth in Game 3 as Alex Bregman is is up at the plate, so we don't really care about that. Okay, let's, let's move on. Yeah, so let's uh, take a quick break, quick and then break we're going to Halloween-ish. Halloween-ish in, in, in lieu of the ever-famous birthday-ish can events. Something strange. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! If it's something weird, and it don't look good. Alright, Dave, coming back from break, and uh, it's Halloween time. It is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to just drop in this thing with a holiday weekend because there, uh, and the second reason why is because there wasn't a, a lot of meaningful events, uh, birthdays. Um, I think. One that was out there was Winona Ryder. Ryder? Sorry. I think I just rented one of her trucks uh, recently. But no, um, but there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot out there, so I didn't want to really get in. Because of the holiday weekend we're in, I thought it was kind of a an interesting thing. Scott and I have never really talked about this as a as a as a as a, as a friends here, is that like some of our remembrances of traditions we did or just like you know uh, trick-or-treating when it's a kid and like what you did and what i did and you know there's different things so uh me initially i just want to say that like one of the things we did when i was in penn hills is trick-or-treating you know now they have like now they have like windows of time like from five to eight or something like that or whatever and Mm. there was no window like back when we did stuff and unless it was broken unless right and uh we'll talk about that in a minute but um you know you just went to each play and what i used and what my friends used you're rattle rattle in the pink whitney still and you're digging it uh definitely digging it we we used pillowcases yeah. Like we, that's that's how, that was our sack. There wasn't these like yeah. designer designer Halloween bags with the pumpkins on them. It was a pillowcase because you can get the most in that damn thing. Except so, nacho cheese that would go through. No, yeah, Faker, <laughs> yeah, Faker needs to cut that <laughs> cut that shit out. But anyway, um, so we would go around, and so when you knew that it was over, was when like you, you would go around to all around your neighborhood and your yeah. streets, and me and Pat yeah. it was all around, you know, my area that I was in, and you. If, if if a light was on, right, and the door was still kind of open, you're you're they're open for business. You're in and the like candy. Flint. The candy shop is still open for business. Right. So you would go to like whoever. It doesn't matter how how long, and you'd come back with like a Santa sack full of shit. <laughs> I mean, it's like these kids now. They they have to do a small window. They got to you know that flashlights, and they have people walking around with them. I mean, and I just remember how much how how much autonomy we had and how much freedom we right. had with that, you know? So what did you do over in this general Springdale area with your gig? Yeah. Halloween I mean, gig. We're, we know we do have that world about 10 years apart. Uh, yeah. Something, something like, like that. that. Yep. And, uh, so that was right around when, when I was younger, we, we went out and, and did the trick or treating. But by the time I was like, I want to say seven or eight, 
that was when the uh, the razor blades were showing up in apples oh, and all that yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, the candy apple. I mean, I remember so, so, that, So liter- yeah, literally, yeah. for there was a good 10-year span where there wasn't any trick-or-treating in, in the Springdale, Chesapeake, or, or anywhere area. Yeah. None? None. Wow. You you would go to like a fire hall and like a party or something. Oh, see, like, we yeah. Never, yeah, we never had that yeah. shut down. But it came back by the time I was probably... 14 on right on that edge when you're about ready to stop yeah, doing it yeah yeah and um yeah and of course you know we went around corning and some other fun stuff yeah well see i, um, I mean <laughs> i mean i mean look i mean I, I remember the razor blade stuff too and the you know, worry about the candy apples and different stuff and but all we did there was like if somebody gave they just threw it out i mean right. so if, unless it was a unless it was a, a regular packaged candy right, bar or whatever right. you didn't and you know my mom was like kind of vigilant about looking and seeing somebody open something yeah or, you know she dumped this out on the table you say yeah. dumped up what do you mean it's just dump it out on the table i'm gonna look through this she, yeah so she was like the oversight committee you know looking at this stuff but no i never i never had any that's interesting that you like that, New York. I never, yeah i never had any of that uh, uh shut down so what age you th- would you say that you stopped Trick or treating, well, probably fourteen. Yeah, 15. somewhere. The weird part is, I think we did it up to. And the, the, I remember that sometimes my, my mom used to. She used to hate this too. When there was seriously like high school people, you're like, really, you're like coming around, and she didn't like that because she thought it was like for kids, and you know, she at least kids, maybe thirteen, fourteen ish. But there was obviously sometimes there was kids that were so older, and they were and they were just they were just out there to. You know, to wreak havoc, you know, and so they didn't. She didn't think that that was that was proper. But but yeah, they were, they were out getting their marks. If yeah. I didn't get candy, I was definitely going to tr- trick you. Yeah, something. Yeah, something weird. <laughs> but, but 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 one of the things I was saying before we started this segment off air I, is that you know we had a big tradition with Devil's Night, which was like the night before Halloween, which mm, we'd go right. and you know either egg people's houses or you or whatever. And I I never really. You know, some people with apples. So I never was really into the destructive thing. I was into more of the funny stuff, like you know, you light the, you light the bag of poop on fire, and then people have to come out and step <laughs> on, on the front poop porch, yeah. on the front porch. You know, that part was okay. Um, <laughs> but you know, so in the toilet paper on top of the of, of the wires and whatever, I was throwing corn, throwing corn, yeah, throwing, yeah, right, throwing corn, like the stuff against the windows and. And whatever, and, and, and aluminum <clears throat> awnings back then. Oh the my aluminum God. awnings, oh, right? Was it so loud? Yeah, right. And and so we we did that. I mean, some people took it like to another level, but yeah. I, I I never really did the whole. Tell me the eggs. I mean, I guess we probably did, but but the only thing about that, as I'll say this, is that night was one of those things where you could kind of get back or some of these pain in the ass neighbors or somebody that like down the street that you knew that was like their 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 dad or whatever was a complete tool right somebody was just a pain in your ass like the whole year and so you could do something like that and i remember like uh, at times there was like cops coming around so you had to kind of watch what you were doing but it, it was like kind of a tradition in penn hills and we 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 had like a three or four street area but it, it's right. al- it's almost like the snowball thing. Yeah, like you throw snowballs at cars. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I got to drop this. I know this is completely not the same holiday, but we had. Do you know where Beulah Road is? Yep. Yeah. So that's the long mm-hmm. road that comes down. Yeah. So um, we would go up to this apartment complex, and they had a, a, a garage, and, and and it was complete, you know, hidden from the road. So we would, we, we you know, everybody on the street has like a. 
has like a, a leader and ours was this, this guy named Bobby Posh. He was like the, the oldest of everybody. And the, we would have the, he would, he had this game he made where he would, you throw these snowballs. And if like you hit, if you hit like a, a big car or a bus, like a school bus. Or a tractor trailer. Or a tractor trailer. It would be like 10 points. Yeah. If you hit like a school bus, it's like 15. If you hit like a midsize car or whatever, a station wagon, it's like 20 points. If you hit a Volkswagen, <laughs> it's like 35 points or 40. But if you hit something that was hanging out the window, like a dog, it's like 100 points. <laughs> Motorcycle. And I remember, I remember, I was like, I remember. So we're up in this thing, and there's like some woods behind it. And so like... I threw this one, and I was, you know, I had an arm, you know, I played baseball. I threw, and there was a, there was a dog, a, a poodle, oh, no. which I get, and I'm, so I loft it. Now, I loft it, like, poor, you have to be like, you're almost like a quarterback. You have to lead the receiver, and, and, and this thing's geometry, moving. Yeah. In geometry. So I lead this thing down, and this pooch is, like, barking out the window, and we're off school because I yeah. snowed, and I, I hit, like, the, the donk this thing on the top of the melon. <laughs> Now it wasn't a hard like. Hope an it wasn't ball. an ice ball. Yeah. No, it wasn't an ice so, ball. These so were, it these were, and it just like did the whole thing like exploded uh, LeBron on LeBron James when yeah. he throws the confetti in the air. <laughs> it just like, poof. and it, and he was like, oh, I think I think you're our, you're you're our winner today. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, I, I'm digressing going well, into, into into Christmas. But uh, well, what's funny? Devil's night was a big thing. For yeah, us. I'll actually. I, I did more with uh, snowballs than the Devil's, Devil's Night. Yeah. yeah. So, so what was your snowball in so hell story? You you probably know about where my parents live. Still live. Sure, I do. So when you come in through Cheswick, mm-hmm. so you pass the Pizza Hut, the Metroplex. Right. Cheswick you pass the Pizza Hut. You pass the the Cheswick theaters. Yeah. And then if you're headed towards Springdale on on Pittsburgh Street or Old Twenty Eight, mm-hmm. you'll see the Cheswick Post Office. That street there on the right-hand side is where my parents live, down on Allegheny. So I used to throw snowballs from my... We were three houses in from the street, so that's how good of an arm I had. Wow. Jeez. There you go there, TB12. Yep. But the better story is, so when you're going up towards Springdale and before you get to Glenn's Custard... Glenn's Custard? Remember Glenn's Custard? Oh, no, I don't. What so is that? There was a custard stand... Oh, so, 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 oh, Glenn's Custard Exit Store. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. So you, you go under that bridge where there's Duquesne Light. Okay. There was a, a bridge, that, a small bridge that went over top of Pittsburgh yeah. Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we used to walk up there in the winter, well, more than just the wintertime, but in, we would sit there and we'd make snowballs and we would literally just drop them. On, oh, the, on the oncoming passing, right. <laughs> just <boop. laughs> right, just like depth charges. De- exactly, depth charges, depth charges. <laughs> That's, That's so exactly funny. right. Yeah. Well, I don't know how we morph from Halloween to, to, to Christmas already. We have to, to, to let's to, morph to uh, so. scary movies. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, some of the obviously, some of the obvious like ones like Halloween and part, you know, part fifteen or pie or whatever it's up to now, but. um yeah, we're both of the age that Carrie, all, all the good ones were the, the early ones. Carrie was yeah. one of the ones I first remember. And, of course... Stephen King. Right. And, uh, you know, all his big series of stuff. And that's Jamie Lee Curtis's first, like, mm-hmm. like the big deal. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I... This is funny. So I'm I'm completely just thinking of one that I have in my head. Of course, you have the... What was the one that the, um, the, the Pittsburgh uh, filmmaker... 
Night of the Living the, Dead. Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead and yep. whatever. And you know what? Guess what? We had hockey practice up at the Minerville Mall. And when they were filming <laughs> Dawn of the Dead, they come out of hockey practice and go in the car. I think my, oh, my sister's picking. I don't know who was picking me up. My, I think it was my friend Rob Philpott picking me up. But there was these like people like walking through the parking lot, these zombie thing. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Because they, they, they filmed part of that at the mall. Yeah, yeah. But, but my favorite one, I'm going to have to throw this out there, is you know, I had all these different ones. It was Chopping Mall. <laughs> so there's, so here's the, here's the, here's the, cho- you know how they have the promos, like yeah. the, the, the teases. Yeah, yeah. So it's Chopping Mall, where shopping costs you an arm and a leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just remembered that, 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 that you know, that uh, promo. That, did that, that go that, straight that to <laughs> I probably did. I yeah. Probably went straight to the garbage can. <laughs> shopping Mall, where shopping costs you an arm and a leg. What was your deal on the horror stuff there? Or what was your... I mean, so, obviously, there's Chucky, and there's a bunch of yeah, so shit, but... Yeah, I'll... I'll well, Nightmare on Elm Street. I'll, I'll bookend it. So, when I was younger, there was... It wasn't even really a a horror movie, but it, it I probably saw it when I was like, I don't know, five or six, and there was this movie called Sinbad. I don't know if you... Sinbad, Sinbad. the Seven Seas or something like that. That was the, the, the singer guy. Well, how yeah, scary no, could he be? No, no, no. Or the... Or the if, <laughs> or if Sinbad it, the sailor. The, comedi- the comedian. That's what, that's what I was talking worked, about. Yeah. He's not that no, scary. No, yeah, but this was... Uh, it, it, what was uh, the premise then? Well, it, was, it was just like a, a, a dumb Disney... Not even Disney movie, but something like that. Okay. And, and, and there were some scary parts that apparently affected me, and I had oh. trouble sleeping. Really? Right. Um, and then I'll get to the point where, where I was 18 and I saw the, the scariest movie and still of my opinion of all time. And then I saw a bunch of... Which is what? Exorcist. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, that's mine. I did not have... I had so, problems So we'll come back that. to that. Yeah. But, but then there was the, the Nightmare on Elm Street, the, the, the you know, Mike Myers editions and all that stuff when mm-hmm. I was in high school and, and, and dating and we'd... In the '80s, especially the mid to late '80s, it seemed Texas like, Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, was there, 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 there was a lot of those, and those were like practically just date night movies for whatever dumb reason. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like take your girlfriend and you got to go drive in or something like that yeah. or whatever. Yeah, not just the or just drive-ins were kind of out of vogue by the time I got there. Yeah, really um, younger. So went through all of that, and and uh, you know, there's a litany of them, but you know. And I never saw Nightmare on, or not Nightmare on Elm Street, um, but that was another one of the ones. Uh, yeah. But the Exorcist. Yeah. So freshman year, I'm at Pitt. Yeah. And uh, I almost got an X rating for how bad it was. Yeah. They they had at the David Lawrence um, auditorium, not the convention center, okay. but the auditorium okay. and on campus. They showed movies on Friday and Saturday nights. All right. And then the midnight show, my my freshman year, I freaked. It was probably close to Halloween. Now that I think about it, um, they they showed The Exorcist, and I couldn't fall asleep that night after watching that movie. You still ah. saw the pea soup like flying out at you. And you couldn't deal with it. <laughs> Head spinning around. Yeah, and, and it, it just it was just one of those what just I don't know. Yeah, any of those religious me. things like yeah. like like um, uh, what's the one with like I don't know the Gregory Peck or or um, you know whatever with his. Uh, uh, the one where the kid, the kid was like the devil and stuff like that. I think it was Omen. The Omen, yeah, that messed me up. Yeah, the Omen Part Two, the yeah. Omen, the Heretic, or yeah. Exorcist Part Two, the Heretic. Right, uh, Omen. Those were because any kind of thing where you go with religious things yeah. and stuff like that and start putting it into play, like because because in your mind 
you, know, you think about religion, you think everything's good and whatever. Right. But like even like stigmata. Yeah, that movie Stigmata. Which yeah, I forgot which, about that one. Well, that's yeah. about you know, people yeah. that start getting, getting the uh, their wounds of Christ and stuff yeah. like that all over yeah, and yeah. stuff flowing onto the walls. That's where I go, no, 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 I'm, check please. I, 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 <laughs> because I can deal with like, you know, like Chucky, like the yeah. child's play, the yeah. little doll. Yeah. I mean, it's funny, mm. you know, but when you start putting religion, and some of these actually things really happened. Right. There's people that are stigmatics that have had right. this thing happen. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fact. Phenomena. And, and right. And so that, that's, I'm like, well, this could really happen. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I got to watch a baseball game now. I, mean, I'm, I'm, I hit the remote. I can't do it. I mean, I did watch it because it was loosely, it was filmed in Pittsburgh, a lot of it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, or, you know, so anything that had like meshing religious thing with, you know, spewing blood and, and stuff with crosses and yeah. stuff. No, 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 no. I mean, because then now that's like two things battling one I think yeah. is supposed to be good and then yeah. it's not. But like any of those weird horror movies, Chopping Mall being one of them, I mean, I, you can just laugh at them because it's just like, you know, somebody's head yeah. comes off and, yeah. you know, because even they make fun of it now in those commercials where they have the, the kids are like, hey, where should we go? Why don't we go into the running car? No, let's go behind the chainsaws. And that guy that has like the Jason mask, <laughs> yeah. he's like shaking his head going, God, these people are effing stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, so those are the Halloween... Uh, any any other weird? Did you carve pumpkins, or did you do the paper thing and you carve pumpkins, or what was your tradition there? Yeah, we kind of do that. Jack o' lantern. No, we do that okay. with the kids now, and actually, yeah. we're you didn't we're, do it as a kid. We're, we're no, we're working on the the, car, the pumpkin carving table right now. Oh, really? This yeah. is the pumpkin carving table. Yeah, multi wow. multi purpose. Um, I had a thought. I wanted to to pivot to. Um, oh, I know what it was. So the the the, the scariest, not scariest movie, but the best movie that kind of had you on the edge of your seat for me will probably always be jaws oh yeah 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 i mean that's yeah i my sister took myself and a friend of mine paul brucher at the time amazing i brought this kid's name up but he was he was the first guy to 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 he was so progressive in his music uh, stuff he would he would know about stuff before it came out. He's the one that turned, first turned me on to Bruce Springsteen when, when Born to Run came out, and we sat in his room. We listened to this. I, was, I thought it was I was amazed. But anyway, we, uh, at the time, it was like one of those things you had to be with an adult, right? If you're like 16 yeah, or yeah. so. And you're right. I mean, I, I was, yeah, you know, on there, and, and uh, you know, just right, you're just kind of like you're sitting there going, "Well, this is this is not happening." And and. The, the the cinematography and stuff like that oh, was not yeah. something that you really saw back then. So the blood and the stuff or whatever, and the acting you know, performance, yeah, the acting and yeah, Dreyfus was tremendous, tremendous. Dreyfus, Robert Shaw, yes. The the uh, and, and I, you're gonna need I, a bigger boat. I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just saw something uh, today or yesterday. It it, it uh, came across a timeline or something about. Robert Shaw on his first take when he was talking about the USS. He was like drunk like all the time too, by the way. Yeah, so, so that's where I was going. So the first take when he was going through the USS Indianapolis, that's the scene yeah, of the boat where the they're sharing. He's like, hey, and all those guys, you know, so many guys went 200 and some went in the water and like 100 20, and some came out, yeah. Only five came out, 20, 25 so, came out. So the first time he did that scene, you're right, he was polluted, drunk. Right. And then he went back to Spielberg and said, no, I want to do it again. And, and Robert Shaw actually was a, also a writer, oh, yeah, he writer was a, he, by that. He was a tremendous actor, too. He was but like he was a, also a writer. Oh, okay. So yeah. he re rewrote part of that scene oh, and, and okay. did it. Yeah. And apparently uh, both Dreyfus 
and Scheider were practically in tears. Oh, really? Yeah. I know they were like uh, Dreyfus and, and, and Shaw and stuff. Sometimes they were at odds on the stage because of his, you know, because of the, they had a little bit yeah. of flashing stuff going on. But my, my thing, just to, since you brought it up, is, <laughs> is one of my favorite things in the whole thing about, you know, forget about the whole thing about you need a bigger boat. But the one where they're, go, they're ready to go off to the thing and I think um, Robert Shaw says, you know, he goes into the meeting and scratches his fingernails yeah. on the wall and says, you know, I'll, I'll, <laughs> on the I'll, chalkboard. I'll, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll fish for him for five or whatever. I'll catch him and whatever for 10 or whatever it was. But anyway, when they're getting ready to go out, <laughs> he says, uh, it was, it was the, it was the, the story about the girl, um, uh, who here lies the body of Mary, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, and I have to remember this now, but, um, you know, for for 16 years she kept her virginity that's a pretty good record for this vicinity <laughs> anyway i don't know why i remember that kind of stuff. i don't know yeah. here's all, lies larry of lies the body of mary lee died at the age of 103 right for 16 years she kept her virginity pretty good record for this yeah. vicinity i don't know why i remember <laughs> crap like they can't remember what i had for breakfast but right 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 but anyway right. just wanted to like drop in some halloween kind of spooky stuff and tales around the campfire or ghost stories but stuff that we did maybe you probably have some of them out there that you did like you know roasting marshmallows and talking ghost stories but since scott and i never really talked about that we thought we'd just yeah feel free to that. share your stories yeah, please do on uh, social, social media, media when we we uh post this bad boy up and uh, I think we're uh, we're coming to the end here. We had a, uh, a thumbs up and a thumbs down and a thumbs up on yes. the. Uh, we don't always have the thumbs down, but. Well, you, you yeah you you uh, we're we're gonna dig you out of the uh, the hole that you're digging yourself in there. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to go on site somewhere and get you out of that. But hey, look at the end of the day. You know, we're we're trying different stuff, and, and just to prepare some people for some things upcoming, just like you know, a preview of coming attractions here. I am bringing in uh, another friend of mine who, and again, I bring these people in that have really something to say. I'm not going to just say like a buddy down the thing out that I know like last year that works at like you know, you know, that works at Seven Eleven. I'm I'm not doing that. I'm bringing people in, as you know. I had Richard Myers. His father was an incredible player in the New York construction industry with a World Trade Center complex and stuff. I have a couple other people like that. One I'm going to bring in, Scott's going to bring in somebody here down the road with the whole slap shot um, vein. And, uh, and, and one thing we're going to do at some point, we're going to do a Facebook Live. We're going to, we're going to jump into the realm of live stuff. We'll, we'll give you a little bit of advance notice when we do that, maybe at a brewery, brew pub or something, which would make sense um, to give them some exposure. And that way you can jump in and, and send you know, send little questions or send comments so we can maybe do some things live. I think that's the next realm we might get into. But scouts, scouts. <laughs> but but look, but look. As Scott said, continue to interact with us, and then hopefully when we drop a live thing, and we'll give you advance notice when we do that. But but we want to really hear from you. And sometimes one of the reasons why I'm thinking about the live thing is because sometimes we don't hear back except for a few really really dedicated listeners and then there's probably some of you trollers out there actually i know for a fact that there's trollers out there that actually listen but don't really come back to us so i get it second you know, hand, folks. yeah so i think that's why we're gonna maybe ramp it up a little bit at some point down the line but hey halloween eve eve number 13 don't walk under any ladders on your way back to your uh to your room scott uh to your no, and, no, we've got some, uh, and you know, we've got uh, f four 
uh, pardon me, local teams that uh, hopefully can uh, keep things going and yep. uh, give us some stuff to they're talk about. Or, yep. Yeah, I mean, they're all still in the hunt. And, uh, well, one team is not. One team is... <laughs> Well, they're, 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 <laughs> they give us they're, they're hunting stuff to, to be hunting. About. Yeah, so <laughs> they give hope, us stuff to talk about. Hopefully, in March or April, um, we'll, we'll, we'll see if they're going to do something. Yeah, give so. us good stuff. Give us bad stuff. Don't give us mediocre stuff. I mean, sure, there's nothing absolutely to talk about right, there. I, right. I can handle terrible. I can handle fifty. I can handle fifty feet of crap. Or, I, but I, mediocrity is not something. Yeah, so hopefully, give me uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates hate, ball club. Uh, will be. Hate, hate me, love me. Don't be indifferent. Right. Uh, right. And uh, fifty feet of crap. That might be. Uh, that's something I've been throwing around my noodle. Is is. Uh, not movie night, but uh, a, a theme night, and I'd, sure, I'd, I'd love good. to go through like a yeah. a Moneyball or yeah, cipher on that. Yeah, there's, we we can make a whole show of some of those things that we really love. Sport, how about this, like sports movie type things? Yes, you know, like there's just all the different ones where it be, rank you know, them. yeah, where you rank them and just like the different, you know, rank them and break them down. Yeah, I mean, all those different baseball movies, some of the couple of the football movies, and we, yeah, that's a good one. So put that on your docket. We we'll can do, you know, so. When, when the sports season starts to get slow or, or sports teams start to fade. Well, right. <laughs> you can look for that on your right on your right. planner, folks. I actually was thinking about a, a, a similar one with Bull Durham when somebody was the, another car follies thing. You know, people sometimes just don't have any urgency when they're like going through lights and yeah. stuff. You're like, you know, there are people trying to get someplace too. Why don't you get through the light? Yeah. Like you lollygag up to the light. You lollygag past the light. <laughs> I almost, you, you know what I that makes you? A lollygagger. lollygagger. I almost recommended that for the Cleveland franchise. The lollygaggers. <laughs> the Cleveland lollygaggers. <laughs> so yeah, we'll put. That's a good point. We should bring in like a, and I'm sure a lot of you out there really have your favorite sports movies. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll just do a, a complete segment of like you know the Bull Door, and we can just just or knock maybe off quotes like maybe left and right on this. Well, yeah, well, you and I can do that left and right. Maybe we'll put the query out to the fans. Yes, good idea. And get the, the fan uh, pre fan participation instead of post. There you go. All righty. All right. With that, Dave, uh, let's uh, let's take it out. And uh, everybody uh, have a great weekend. And uh, we'll Don't see you next week. Don't eat too much week. candy. That's for the kids. Yep. Peace out. <laughs>